Blog Talk Radio. This one is special. You know what it is. A pleasant good evening to all of you. Good evening and welcome to The Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. blogtalkradio.com slash thecricketshow or fast bowl us an email with your questions and comments to thecricketshow at comcast.net. And now, let's talk cricket, lovely cricket. Yes, indeed, let's talk cricket, lovely cricket. And I am Leon Francis, the host, and with me online are Murchis Nisbet. Oh, is it Phil Horbeck? Yes. As well as Dennis Heat. Good evening to you, Murchis. Good evening, Mr. Francis, and how are you today? I am wonderful, even better now that I've heard from you and you can hear from me. Okay, same here. Mm -hmm. And what about you, Dennis? Is it hot in your neck of the woods or is it cold? No, yes, good afternoon to you, Leon. It's hot, it's dry, and of course, we're in the middle of droughts with some wildfires along the coast, some multi-million dollar homes destroyed because we just don't get enough rain out here, but it's quite warm. Nice to be with you again this week for another episode of The Cricket Show. Indeed, and we have with us Phil, and he's going to do the honor. How are you, Phil? And why don't Fine, you just thank go right you, into and how are you, I am wonderful. Now that I've heard you, yes. indeed, I'm happy that you're yes. able to do the honors for us this afternoon. Why don't you go right ahead? Yes. Yeah. 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 Father to... God, we come to you today adoring you for your great and wonderful works. You created Leon Francis, Dennis, and Mercury. And we ask you to forgive our sins, past, present, and future. We thank you for what you're going to do for Mrs. Eunice Francis at this time. People all over the world, believers, should join me in giving thanks for the healing of Mrs. Eunice Francis at this moment. And we thank you and we praise you for her healing. Let this cricket show be uh, successful. And we ask you 
to help us all to live better each day. And we thank you and we praise your matchless name for all you've done for us. And we say amen. 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 Thank you so much, Bill. Amen. Anything? Yes, indeed. Wonderful. Anyone has anything special they want to add at this moment or anything of, of consequence? Well, like Phil said, uh, my wife is going through uh, a terrible storm, and we just want you to hold her in your thoughts and prayers. We hope that she can pull through, but it's looking not not pleasant. It's not a pleasant occasion, but we thank you for your prayers. Go ahead, Dennis. Mm-hmm. We, we would like to extend our heartfelt sympathy for those families out there in, uh, who have just lost their homes, family members in that shopping mall, yeah. shopping supermarket incident. Our hearts and prayers go out to them, hoping that uh, one of these days we'll be able to look back and say this was the last of this type of incident happening in the United States mm. because we do need, we need, we need the relief from this. We hope this will be, you know. Anything special from you, Murchis? No, I, I'm with Dennis praying for the families because all yeah. these unnecessary and is not good for this world, so. And of course, you have a little problem. In the merchants, your country has a little problem. In, in, in there, the government is unstable, and over in Antigua, it's almost the same. So we have also yeah. have to remember them in our prayers and thoughts there. Yeah. Of course. Because mm. what they're in their minds right now, what they're thinking of, and what they're doing to the country. So we ask everybody yes. to join in prayer. Indeed. Well, thank indeed, you. indeed. Mm-hmm. Antigua and all the rest of the Caribbean islands. Uh, imagine what they're going through with the cost of living, the uh, price of, of gas for the cars, and the unemployment, and you name it. You know, some countries aren't recovered yet from the pandemic, and they're struggling. The prices are skyrocketing, and as a matter of fact, some of the food stuff they may not be able to get. And there is a shortage of baby food here in this country, so who knows mm-hmm. what next. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but life has to go on, and the show you know, is going to go on. We want to just extend a warm welcome to all our listeners around the world, those who are in Nevis, those who are in Stinkits, those in Antigua, those across the globe over in um, Australia, and of course, over in India, Pakistan, you name it. We have quite a few listeners over in North America, indeed, and we hope they are able to tune in. And of course, the number for them to call if they wish to speak with us is 1 515 605 9850. I repeat, 1 515 605 9850. And if you wish to check us on the web, it's blogtalkradio.com forward slash the cricket show. Again, the number, the site is blogtalkradio.com forward slash the cricket show. And we hope today we'll have a wonderful show indeed. 
I'm going to go on with the outline. We may not be hearing from Audley today. He's on his way back up north. He comes back. He goes to and fro north. In the, comes north, um, south and then goes back north when it's um, summertime. He comes back and, and into the warmth and <laughs> during the summer and go back up. He, he does it every year. I don't know, but that is the arrangement, and that's it. So let's start out, um, Dennis, with the sad news, the sad, sad news that we have in the world of cricket, because we, have, we hear about the passing of the former Australian all-arounder, Andre Simon, Andrew Simon. I am a Simon who is 46 years old, and he died in a car crash over in Australia. He was one of the superstars for Australia in the years gone by. He was helpful to the team, let him go through two World Cups. And we are sorry for his loss, and we just extend our sympathy to his family. And the outline that we have was the ICC News. We'll have some Healy and Keshav. They were voted, voted Player of the Month in April. And there was a cricket controversy during the, May, the, the week. Shohal, uh, he bowled Warner. The ball did not dislodge the bail or it did not fall off. We'll talk about that as well. There's some fitness issues. Players not meeting fitness standard. Uh, a letdown, says um, CWI Director of Cricket, Jimmy Adams, and Chief Selector Desmond Haynes. What is our opinion? What is your opinion? You hold that question for us. The West Indies, they have picked their touring squad. And, of course, we told you last week about the appointment of Puran and Hope as the vice-captain. We have also Bonner, Brooks, Casey Carty from the St. Martin being called up. Hussein, Joseph, that's Azari Joseph, Brandon King, uh, Sherman Lewis, not, not Evan Lewis. He has not passed the fitness test. Mayors, Phillips, Rovman Powell, Sales, Shepard, and Walsh Jr. We have news. We'll tell you news about the minor league Toyota returns as sponsors. And, of course, the major league will tell you the latest of that. And, of course, U.S. cricket. And I see USA have named their squad. And they'll give you that in a jiffy. But um, the Western is there due to tour the Netherlands. And the tour begins on May the 31st and will go until June the 4th. And they will play three ODI matches starting May the 31st. Um, and the first at the VRA uh, uh, Cricket Ground in Amsterdam. And then on June the 2nd, they will play at another ODI. And then on the June the 4th, They'll play the third ODI. West Indies are also to continue the tour, which was aborted because of Christmas and the pand- pandemic. Pandemic, And they will continue on June the 8th. They'll play their first ODI. And then on the 10th, they'll play the next. And then on the 12th, they'll play the final match. We wish West Indies well. We gave it a team. And it was hopeful that you could get all your... Everything in order. We will be able to make sure that you you know all about it, so you can talk 
quite a bit about it. Over in England, the county championship, Division 2, sees Middlesex, Nottinghamshire, Glamorgan, Derbyshire, Durham, Sussex, Leicestershire, and Worcestershire in that order. And in the first division, or Division 1, Surrey is on top, followed by Hampshire, Lancashire, Yorkshire, Warwickshire, Somerset, Essex, Northamptonshire, Kent, and Gloucestershire. In the Premier League, of course, the, we'll give you the standings. Uh, uh, the Titans are on top, followed by the Royals. The Lucknow Super Giants, they are third, followed by the Royal Challengers. Bangalore and Delhi Capital comes next. Kolkata Knight Riders, Punjab Kings, Sunrisers, Hyderabad, and the Chennai Super Kings. And at the bottom, we have Mumbai Indians. We have also later on, we'll give you the, the ones who have scored. We'll give you the top, the leaders in both batting and bowling. I'll tell you, we'll give you that at a later date. Namibia uh, to tour Zimbabwe, five T20 matches, May the 17th, May the 24th. More on that later. And of course, Sri Lanka uh, touring Bangladesh. The first test will give you this, this course at Stumps on day one, which begins the first test match, and we'll follow that later on. And we have some sad news for the Chelsea fans because they went down yesterday in the FA Cup finals to, well, they were beaten by Liverpool. And, of course, most fans of Liverpool are rejoicing. But, but Chelsea is rejoicing also today because the ladies for Chelsea, they have beaten Man City and have made a double. So Chelsea perhaps is the only team in the world who have a ladies and a men in the finals in their country. And, of course, that is a, I mean, some, some good news for them after suffering a, a humiliating loss yesterday by and, and penalty, penalty kicks. So that's it. That's what I have so far, Mr. Heath. But just one other, other inf- piece of information. The USA, they have picked a 14-man squad. And the Patel is the captain, not our Patel, Nanch Patel. And he's also the wicket keeper. Rahul, um, let's call him Rahul. He's the wicket keeper. Uh, Aaron Jones, um, Ken Gigi, Ali Khan, Jacaran Malhatra. That's your man, Dennis. Mondana, um, yeah. uh-huh. Yashra Mohammed. Netravalka, Hatel, Singh, Cameroon, Cameron Stevenson, Stephen Taylor, and Rusty Tehran. No, they have dropped out. A young man from uh, Jamaica, Um, and of course we see no, no, no player, no, no place there for Kofi. Is he Kofi Smith or? Young Antiguan there that was in the team, but we'll see. And we have a controversial um, piece of information about what is happening in U.S. cricket. There is a lawsuit that is being um, filed against the USA for dismissal. We'll go into that. Of course, JT will give us more on that a little later on. Hopefully, we'll get 
will meet a bit. At 6.30, we will go into Walter Henry, um, birthday anniversary hour, and do what we can. But Dennis, just over to you. Give us your take. And see if I'll, in the meantime, I will try and get in Mr. Virgil. Um, yes. Are we likely to discuss the happenings historically in the month of May? Yes. Or well, we why don't you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. We have a so, time. Of course. Yes. Uh, these are historical happenings in cricket during the month of May down the years. And uh, we will begin with, of course, Leon mentioned the passing of Andrew Simons in that terrible car accident yesterday at the age of 46. But in the midst of all that war taking place out there in Ukraine, we can at least hail that they still have the dream of playing cricket. Yesterday, some report came that Ukraine cricketers are striving for associate membership of the ICC. So there is time to think of other than uh, the disastrous things that are happening to their country. They're looking to uh, play some cricket. May 15, 1948, uh, Bradman scores 187 runs in a match involving Australia and Essex. May 15, 1935, we had birthday of England, Ted Dexter. May 15, 1836, approximately, it is believed that the current batting pads were invented. May the 12th, 1890, the first official county cricket championship match between Yorkshire and Gloucestershire. It's a match where Yorkshire beat Gloucestershire by eight wickets, and James Cranston scored the first test century 101 in that championship match. Back in May 1896, May the 8th, Bobby Peel scores 210 runs not out as Yorkshire scored the mammoth total of 887 runs. That match, of course, ended in a draw. And finally, May the 13th, 1914, Ari Foster, who captain England at cricket and soccer, he died on this day at the age of 36. Once again, I would like to give my uh, thank you to others who uh, prepared these, and I'm just reading what others have uh, prepared, so mm-hmm. I cannot uh, vouch for it. But that's my little look back in history there for you, Leon. Okay, very well. I think we, we, we should have been having a um, system. Debbie, Debbie Strymon, Debbie, Debbie Campbell, and uh, we, we missed her, but we will have her at 645, 6.35, we have Debbie coming in with us, so we hopefully that we, in that hour we'll just give an opportunity to say a, a word of prayer again, and then, of course, she will talk a little bit about what she's doing in Antigua, Antigua Cares, just a little bit, so... That's about it. So can can we touch one or two of the items? We're not able to reach yeah. reach Well you you did we, mention we, the um the Alice the 
players of the month for April, Alisa Healy and Keshav Maharaj. Uh, yeah. Healy being the Australian who played such a tremendous role in Australia's winning of the Women's uh, T20 World Cup recently, and Maharaj from uh, South Africa. He was uh, mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. He contributed a great deal for the South African team and was due to duly noted and voted as one of the players of the month for the month of April. Back to okay. William. And do you you recall the, his, the young Maharaj? You remember he came to the Caribbean and he made a record of batting as well? And he got some. I think he got a hot hot trick. Did he not get a hot trick in the Caribbean? Uh, when the, I missed when the that film. one. I cannot yes, confirm that. I think that he did. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed he did. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, Healy. She was a, a stalwart, of course, and no one can deny her her exploit on the field yeah. and her contribution mm-hmm. to Western history. But I think we should just talk a little bit more uh, about um, Andre Simon because I didn't know that he was sent home about twice he was sent home from tours abroad. I think he was, um, yeah, he during a World Cup, but he helped England, not England, but he was born in England, but he went over to play. He played some 26 test matches, 198 ODIs, and 14 T20s, and, and occasionally controversial, they say, but mostly successful career between 1998 and 2009. You know anything about him? Any, any, that you, uh, they, they said he hit, <laughs> that you recall he had 16 sixes in, in the county champion in, in route to a 254 not out for Gloucestershire against Lamorgan. You know, that record of most sixes in the county championship was only broken by a week, uh, a week or so ago by Ben Stokes, who hit 17 sixes. So he was quite a talent. And I didn't know why he did. He never played for England. He just played. He went over to Australia and he was so good. They just had to Keep him. Anything to? I don't know if Phil Phil remembers anything about cricket. I wonder if he does. Phil, you yeah, if Phil is I, not with us. I, I, I'm I'm not able to help you on that one, uh, Leon. I mm-hmm. think uh, that there was a period of time when I was uh, away from cricket and I missed the exploits of Mr. Simons, but. Uh, reading about his exploits, I can uh, concur with you that he, you know, he's gone. It's a great loss, but of course the historical facts are there, and we will always remember things of uh, his contribution to this wonderful game that we love so much. As we have a few moments, we, why don't we just go through the team that was picked by the Western on tour? The tour of Pakistan. Remember that tour that was aborted, and they now have to conclude yes. the Test series. Um, the squad is um, Puran. He's the captain and vice captain. Is Hope, Bonner, Brooks, Carty, uh, Casey Carty, the young young man out of Saint Martin. 
uh, Hussein, of course, we know Akil Hussein, Zari Joseph, and Brandon King. He played for the West Indies on several occasions. Never made it big, but he, he's good enough to be retained. Uh, Sherman Lewis, uh, the young man out of the Windwards. I think he's Sam, and he has been doing well. And, of course, Mayers also is, is um, a young star. He starred in the victory against England to help us bring home that trophy. And Philip, the young guy out of Trinidad, Ravman Powell, who have been making some waves in the IPL sales, sales as well. He was in the, I think, was Sri Lanka League. He did well. And Shepard was paid a huge sum of money, and most of the times he was in, in, the, um, on, in the dressing room in, in, the, in the reserve. But nevertheless, I'm sure he must have um, gained uh, a great deal of experience. And then you had Shep, well, you had Hayden Walsh, and what I have seen of Hayden Walsh playing in the coolant mood, he has improved his accuracy. And with that said, you know, we will hear from you if you have anything to add. Right. Well, Any, anybody you felt should have been left out so far? Go ahead. Uh, well, uh, you know, this uh, this tour with the Netherlands, it will be the first ODI series between, you know, the teams, England, I'm sorry, the West Indies. And so this result does count towards the ICC ODI Super League and the 2023 ICC Men's Cricket World Cup. So this squad includes three new players added to the previous squad that uh, was named. And this involved uh, Jaden Seals, as you mentioned, and Sherman Lewis. And Lewis formerly was a player in the West Indies team. But because based on performance, he was uh, uh, rested. Uh, however, he's back, claimed his place by obviously by his performance. And, of course, we see Kesey Carty, the first player from St. Martin, as uh, Leon has pointed out. What I had not been aware of was that cricket was played in St. Martin. I've heard a great deal oh, about St. Martin. Big time. Never that big it time, was a but cricket not playing country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, as far as the 11 goes, uh, Leon, here's the 11 that I would play because obviously the squad you named contains 15 players. Mm-hmm. I would have Poran, Captain, Hope, the Vice Captain, Bonner, uh, Carty, Hossein, Joseph, Mayers, Phillips, Powell, Seals, and Walsh. You may notice that I've uh, included uh, at least three. I've got uh, Joseph, Seals, and Mm -hmm. Phillips in that ODI squad. That should give us three quick bowlers. And, of course, we've got uh, mayors who I did not consider as a quick, but as a medium pacer. And I'm throwing in Hayden Walsh Jr. and Akil Hossein for the spin court as the mm-hmm. spin doublet there. And I think that we should have enough batting with Poran, Hope, Bonner, um, May- uh, well, Paolo, and... Carty. So mm. I'm counting those as my 11. Okay. 
Again, again, your team is Puran Hope. You said Puran Hope. Bonner. Yeah, Bonner. Carty. Hussein. You said Carty. Carty, yes, and Hussein. Alzari Joseph. Paul Mayers. Phillips. Phillips. Rothman Powell. Mm-hmm. Jaden Seals. Hayden Walsh Jr. Okay, so you left out Shepard, Sherman Lewis, yeah. King, Brooks. Brooks. I, I, I definitely correct. feel that they, they're going to play King ahead of um, Carty. I don't know why. King ahead of Carty. Well, yeah, but it's just I your think... team, just your team. But I just feel they may just yeah. do King ahead of Carty. But and based I... on form, based on form, uh-huh. Carty is, is looking real good, but, you know, is as a newcomer, it was, what they see of him in the nets will determine whether or not he's being selected. I but, think it would be a mistake. It would be mm-hmm. a mistake, Leon, to 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 have included Carty in the squad and not use him. Brandon King has had the opportunity in the past to show what he's capable of. So he is. It's not that. Selecting Carty ahead of King is not a um, is not to say a punitive um, indication of, of, of that sort on King. It's just that I think this is the opportunity to bud a new player, and Carty has been knocking on the door. So I would like to see him get at least three matches this particular series to see if he is capable of making the. Uh, Making okay. this team keep in place. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I take your point. But in the meantime, we are going to do this. We're going to go to the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour now. And of course, we have a special guest coming on this evening. Let's get the, the tune that we usually pull up. Is it Happy Birthday? So if you have any birthdays, you have any in. Any specific information you want to share with us, any anniversary, any special event, now is the time to put your hands up, just hit one on your your phone, and of course, we'll bring you in. But without no further ado, Dennis, I'm going to bring you in. Miss Simon? You're going to bring in, you're going to bring in Dennis, uh, Leon, yeah, Debbie is going to come in first. Debbie is going to come in first for us, and she's going to say uh, a, small, a brief prayer for us as well. And of course, right. she tell us what she's doing with, um, in Antigua with Kate. So she's online right now, so why don't you hold your thoughts in the meantime, and right. she will talk to you. In the meantime, and get our brother down there in Antigua to come in. So good evening to you, Debbie. Good evening. How are you tonight? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday to you as well. And I'm delighted to have you on to say a little prayer. And I want you to do a special emphasis on my wife. You know, she's going through a rough patch. And everything is in order if you could give her a little. And then you can talk a little bit about what you do. You're doing what your your group are doing. Eunice. 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 Not a problem. So, um, Go right ahead. Um, you may, 
you may feel tired, you don't verbalize it, please don't give it life by speaking out loud. The scripture says, let the weak say I am strong. It doesn't say let the weak talk about their weakness or let the sick talk about their sickness or let the disappointed talk about the bad break. So I ask you today to turn it around and say, yes, this is tough, but I'm strong in the Lord. God is breathing in my direction. No weapon formed against me will ever prosper. So that's what it means to take hold of his strength. Today I pray that God gives us the strength to face all of life's challenges and victories. I pray that we cast all of our tears onto God. I pray that we are reminded that nothing is impossible for God to do, no matter how hard, no matter how difficult. I pray especially today for Miss um, Eunice, who is going through a rough patch right now, that God put his healing hands, his healing touch on her, and that she have joyous days ahead. Yes, there are days when we feel like Paul, we just want to write letters and threaten our brothers. There are days when we feel like Peter, we just want to deny everything and everyone. There are days when we feel like Job, we just want to die and end the pain and suffering. There are days when we feel like Solomon, we want advice to make decisions. There are days when we feel like Jonah, we just want to escape our responsibilities. There are days when we feel like Moses, not being able to control our temper due to pain and pressures from the ones we care for. There are days when we feel like Sarah, sad because of something that didn't happen, that we laughed because we thought it was impossible. There are days when we feel like the good Samaritan and we want to do good no matter what. There are days when we feel strong like Joshua and Caleb, ready for war. There are days when we feel like Jeremiah, the anguish of our heart is too great. There are days when we feel like Daniel, our strength is in prayer and no one can stop us. There are days when we feel like Elijah, we prefer to hide in the cave. There are days when we feel like David and Miriam, we are we feel like singing and dancing. There are days when we feel like Hannah, we don't want to eat, we just want to cry. There are days when we have faith like Abraham to win it all, jump over walls and overcome armies. There are days when we look at the hills and wonder, where will my help come from? It does not mean that, that we are not strong. It does not mean that you are not strong. It means that we are just human and we have limits. Today, this evening, right now, I don't know what is going on in your life, but I pray that you remember that whatever the situation that Almighty God is with you today, tomorrow, and forever, I pray that you will stay strong in the Lord. He has your back. He said that he will never leave you nor forsake you. I pray that you sit still and let God fight all of your battles for you. He will direct you and protect you. I pray for continuous success for the Cricket Show. I pray especially once again for Miss Eunice that God puts his healing hand on her. I pray that everyone has a magnificent, awesome, amazing week. This is my prayer for you and your family and me and mine in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, Amen. Thank you so much, Debbie. Just just a moment, because do you have a birthday or any a significant occasion you want to celebrate? Because it's the time we do that, and then we'll ask yes, you to I talk a little bit about happy, the wonderful work that you're doing in Antigua. Go right ahead. I want to say ha- happiest of birthday to my last child, 
who will be oh. turning 21 tomorrow, May the 16th. Wow. And um, she loves her birthday. She's delighted about her birthday. And um, she actually, she just got her grades from school and scored once again, Dean's List, um, President's mm-hmm. List, all triple, all A's, 4.0 um, GPA. And uh, Mommy and Daddy, we are extremely proud of her. And mm-hmm. want to just say happiest of birthday and that God graced her and put his hand on her. And um, I wish her tons more and all of her dreams and her heart desires will be met in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, tell us a little Amen. bit about, about what you are doing in Antigua for the folks over there in Antigua, which are so proud and appreciative of, of the achievement that you and um, Dawn have been doing and the others. So tell us all about it. So um, it's Antigua and Barbuda. Uh, I'm Antigua and Barbuda Cares, and we work with um, quite a few um well, we work with three specific organizations thus far. In Antigua, we work with the Soup Kitchen. We work with the Church of um, Refuge, um, House of Refuge down in the Great Farm, Green Bay area, and we work with the Smile Foundation. And we try to assist them in all areas from food, clothing, social services. Currently, we have... Um, we have had two main fires that happened in Antigua, and we currently have about 15 barrels that we have to ship with clothes and fooding, clothes, clothes, clothing and food, I'm sorry, to Antigua. Um, we also support the Fine Institute um, at times in which um, if you have diapers, you know, diapers, um, if you have um, any puzzle books, anything that you know that seniors would like, socks and all those things, the same items of clothing that we ask for the other families. But, you know, the folks that find the Finds Institute, they depend um, 100% also on government. And sometimes they don't have anyone that will send them a package. So um, that's one of the things that someone just reached out to us. We also support Bob Buter. Um, so we're looking for um, right now to give for a book bag donation drive and a big event in November, December um, area. I um, just want to ta- thank all of the members who are on our committee, Don mm-hmm. Cochran Curtin, um, Travis Brown, Abina St. Louis, um, Sarah Gay from Adapa Family. They build houses in Antigua and they serve food every single day. Claudina De Sousa, she's in Barbuda. She's our Barbuda rep. Earl Francis, far right from the Blaze Radio Show. Pastor Pete, Shanitha Joseph from the Smile Foundation. Tracy Henry, and um, I'm forgetting someone, and Veronica Anthony. So those okay. are currently all our members that's there. And we just want to thank everyone who listens to the cricket show. I'm praying, I pray for the cricket show. I pray for its success, its continued success, and I pray that God put his hands on, on, on it. Um, I can be reached that. Before um, you go, Den- though, before, just a moment, because uh, Dennis Heath has, has a word or two for you. You know, we are running in time. So, Dennis, Dawn, okay. and I think. Yes. Yes, Hi, Dennis. Leon, mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Leon and Debbie. Welcome again to the uh, cricket show. We here appreciate so much 
the work, the effort, the sacrifices that yourself and Dawn and the rest of the team, the Antigua Barbuda Care Society, have been putting forth to help with the uh, sustaining of the people in Antigua Barbuda in their time and hour of needs. To be quite frank, much of this, things that a lot of people probably haven't got the time to do, but we appreciate that you and your team have seen the desire and the need and have been able to put the effort into helping those who are so much in need. And we applaud you and the team for your great effort and sacrifice. Thank you so very much, Debbie, and of course. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you so much. I think we have Dawn is on too, so we're going to bring her in for briefly a minute or two for her to say a little bit, and then we will ask her if she has a birthday she wishes to celebrate or any significant occasion that she wants to mention to us. And um, Dawn, you're on. If you Hi. Good afternoon, like guys. I've been listening in. Everything sounds wonderful. Uh, first mm-hmm. of all, thank God to be alive on this day for all of us because we know anything can happen, but we are about moving forward with our lives and helping other people. So Debbie and I work very closely together to make this happen to our brothers and sisters in Antigua. We understand the plight of our people, and God has chosen us to carry out his work. So we're very happy and pleased to be on this radio station, and we do applaud you guys for bringing this on today. Uh, We definitely could use you maybe a few more times during the year as well. So with that being said also, my my um, email is curtain, K-I-R-T-O-N, 697 at Gmail. And also, you can I can be reached at 785-554-5628. And then both of us have cash up as well. Uh, Debbie is definitely in need of some help with those barrels. So if anyone has an organization that they may be affiliated with, we would like to see if maybe perhaps we can work together with you all at the radio station that we can get some monetary donations to start shipping these because they're very much needed. And so also, guys, Travis is about to come back to the United States. He was doing some evaluations for us with the Smile Foundation and the House of Refugee Ministries there. And so we got some pictures from him yesterday they got together. So know that they are on the ground in Antigua working as well. And also last week, which was Mother's Day, the Smile Foundation was able to take some gifts to the mothers at the ICU and also the maternity ward. And so we are, our work is out there. We, a lot of people may not know of it, but we're getting along there. And Mr. Uh, Pastor Pete, he is yes. also working towards filling up the pantry, okay? Um, I, for my information oh, God, that yes, I have... Um, I will be hosting a Caribbean American Heritage Month on the 10th of June, and I've done this for four years, where all Mm. the Caribbean people in the diaspora can come and join us to celebrate our heritage and culture. So we teach different things to people. We go through the islands and let everyone know what they're good for. And so I've been putting that together, and this year it's going to be bigger because now we have steel drums. And so, guys, this is work that we do. 
will also interact with people so I can try to talk to them about aunties and Barbudians care as well. So maybe mm-hmm. they would become with us. You see what I'm doing here is trying to link people together. So right. that's what I have who, who to do today. To because I want one for you. We're running and, uh, up on time, and we want you to um, acknowledge if you have any significant occasion you'd like to mention, like a birthday, anniversary, or the illness of anyone, or the... Um, right now, I would like you to pray for mm-hmm. everyone. We don't have a special birthday and anniversary this um, month, um, mm-hmm. of course, but there's always need for prayer. We always need prayer from God because He is the one that takes care of us. We have so many things going on in this world right now, so my request is for prayers, please, because we don't know what's going to happen, and I believe that there are signs of the times here. So my my request today is for everybody that's under the sound of this radio station to pray. All right? I want you to listen to this. That's something that my niece dedicated to me and my wife. So if you could yes, sir. share this thought with us as we uh, just share, listen to this. It's done by Connie. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Friends. I'm so sorry. It is your wife's birthday, right? No, no, no. Or is she going, is very she's going sick. through an illness. That's yes. what's going on. Okay. So we're so, going to put a special prayer for your wife like Debbie just did. I want yes. everyone to put their hands yes, well, together no, and do uh, that for wait, us. Wait, wait a moment. I have this to play before you do that. Because Connie sure. did that. It gives me great pleasure to introduce you to a friend of yours, Audley. A friend of Ivers, a friend of the world. My special That'll niece. That'll be Connie. Connie. Education began at Point School, followed by Mrs. Hodges School, 
and also St. John's Boys School, where he was house captain for Washington. His secondary education was at Princess Margaret School. You know, Princess Margaret School is a school I also went to. And, folks, for, for your information, Princess Margaret School is what would be known in the United States as a school for gifted children. And he was one of three co-captains. <laughs> it's true. He's, uh, he was one of three co-captains of both cricket and football. And Leon is presently the founder of your online cricket show, sports show called The Cricket Show. And this show made its online debut August 2010. And he's a member of the Florida Sports Line as a statistician. So uh, I want to give another a bit of a career history path. He has worked briefly in Antigua at Bryson's Wholesale and uh, at Public Works Department, applied for and became an overseer at the Antigua Sugar Factory and lives at Donovan Estate in a manager's house opposite North Sound near Sir Vivian Richards Stadium. And he was promoted to senior overseer to Carlisle. And uh, during Leon's entire education career path, he has simultaneously devoted his off-work time to both cricket and football. And in the early 1960s, he played football for Acme, and played cricket for both the Antigua Sugar Factory and the St. John's Cricket Club. And then Leon married his sweetheart in 1968, still married to the same love of his life to this day. And from 1974 to 76, he was elected to the position of Secretary of the Antigua and Barbuda Football Association. And from 76 to 78, he served as its president. And under his skilled leadership, the Antigua Football Association went on to win the cable and wireless tournament. They're here. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm not going to keep uh, – if, if I go on, <laughs> we'll be here forever. But what I want to say is, Despite his humble beginnings, through sheer tenacity and hard work, but also a deep love and commitment to the twin sports of cricket and football, Leon has not only proven himself to be one of the hardest working men around, but incredibly successful at the lifelong work he has devoted himself to. And Uncle Leon, again, I want to say happy anniversary to you and Aunt Eunice. I love you very much. And thank you for giving me this time to say so. Oh, goodness. That, that brought thanks. tears to my eyes, and uh, we have that recorded. <laughs> when you talk to me, you 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 uh, ask me these questions, and write them down, right, and remember them. My goodness, you are. Um, you are you know, I was, I was keeping this for you. I wanted, I wanted to give you a present, and I know that you are so devoted. To, to this, this is, show, this is this is enough. No, uh, nothing could be better than this. I tell you, the world has heard it, and I am overwhelmed. Not only with your clarity, with your, with 
expression of love and kindness. And you know that you are one of my favorites, and I will never, ever forget this to the day. Leon, I also learned something new this evening. I didn't know that you are a precocious child growing up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I know it's just because of your anniversary why, why we have Connie. So it's a good mm-hmm. thing it's actually closer to next week. So that means she'll be back next week Sunday as well. You know, I, I, I love you guys and um, I think you do uh, really good work and um, I hope that you uh, all continue to do uh, good together and, um, and that your show continue to be a success. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. We have Dennis on. We have um, Ivor on. I don't know if they can speak. But, um, yeah, we're trying to get... We haven't heard your your voice for a very long time. Very, very long time. (laughs) So it's so welcoming. It's so so welcoming. It's so welcoming. Oh, you've never forgotten. Never forgotten. All right. Do you have it, Connie? Talking about... Yours truly, and that was a year ago, and I don't know if we'll be able to celebrate my 54th wedding anniversary, and my wife would be around to to hear it. But Don, it's yes. your, back to you, and why don't you yes. speak a little? What I'd like one. to do is just end with a word of prayer. I listened to everything that was being said about you, and I'm really proud of you as well. And I believe that you are familiar with my family. And so with that being said, I'd like to say a prayer for you and your wife, if that is okay. Yes, yes, very much so. Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time of fellowship with friends and family that is from our own island as well. Father, I ask you to bless Leon and his wife Eunice as she goes through so many different issues with her health. Father, I pray that you surround her with happiness. Father, I help you. I ask you to heal her. Take the illness from her body. Give her mental strength, Father, and allow Leon to also be, have strength for her and help her get through this time of, in her life. Father, I thank you so much for all of us here today that's under the sound of your voice. Father, forgive us for anything that we have done that was not pleasing to you. But, Father, we thank you, and we know that you are keeping here on this earth for a reason. Father, everyone that's on the sound of my voice today, bless them, Father. Give them the strength. Give them the energy they need to live out their lives that's pleasing to you. Father, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Silva. Mr. Mr. Leon, I didn't know you worked at the sugar factory because my dad worked at the sugar factory also. Yes, indeed. I was an overseer. I was a leading overseer at Donovan's. That is uh, just close to where the stadium is being built. And the other side is North Sound. And many folks don't know that there are two Donovan's in Antigua. One down by Green Bay and one the estate. I lived there with a young man named Alpheus Phillips and we 
We did a lot of work in the fields, burning sugar cane when they have cowich, and you name it, I've done it around that area, and we had some wonderful times. Well, this is kind of interesting, guys. Do you know what? My grandfather worked in the sugar factory as well. Wow. What's his name? His last name? Uh, Mr. Evans Bell from Cedar Grove. Oh, my goodness. Evans Bell. That's my grandfather. And well, he he asked me for many times to take home his daughter to see the group. So I yes, I right. believe that. Yes, yes thank you so yes, much. Yes yes yes, 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 yes. I know him quite well. Lots of people All right. came to the sugar factory. Thank you guys so much, and we we appreciate you coming on. And then we'll just go right out with a song. Mm-hmm. I'll just say, safe and be well. Yes, indeed. Thank All you right. so much. Okay. So listen to this song as we go.
healer, he's your deliverer, and that you cannot deny. Just take it all to him in prayer. The Spirit of the Holy Ghost is in the house tonight. The Spirit of the Holy Ghost. And there we is where we siphon out out of the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary. Oh, as most of you have heard, it's gone took a, a different spin this evening because my wife is really gravely ill. And I had to spend some time to make sure that we recognize that occasion. So, over to you, Dennis, for any thoughts as we get out of this section. Yes, thank you, Liam. And uh, once again, I add my thoughts, my prayers, and of course, uh, be thinking about you and Eunice and hoping that uh, we will uh, have happy ending for you both in terms of you know health and strength i have no anniversary about this time thank you okay yeah thank you so much and we are unable to get virgil and orly's not going to be with us and simon is running a little late and of course um jayton also is running late so dennis we left off and the team i want to ask you a question though is there any Uh Okay, I don't know. We, we, we. Uh, Mercy, do you have anything to say? <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry about that. I know you're not too well, but if you wish to say anything um, before we get out of here. We... That's okay. okay. Yeah, okay. Get speedy recovery. Yes, and indeed. also for you to have the strength to cope. Yes, indeed. Okay, thank you so much for that, folks. As, as we were saying, though, Dennis, we did mm-hmm. uh, start with the team, and you, we were talking about whether or not Scotty would be included in the first first eleven, and um, it's a touch and go. It depends on the, the form, I believe. We were not there, but I'm I'm happy for the team. But there there were some people who were thinking that that mm-hmm. they only picked. Two spinners in Walsh and um, Walsh and uh, Hussein. Hussein, yeah. What is your What are your thoughts? Well, I don't think we need more than two because my my team would have at least three three quick bowlers and one medium pace bowler, and I think that's our problem has always been that we've not been able to get oppositions out because we had so limited number of bowlers. And this is why I think my team is, is balanced in that regard. We don't need more than two. Um, and, of course, I suspect that we may have other members of the team who knows how to turn their arm over in terms of uh, uh, maybe a, a slow bowler if required. But at this level, we're talking about ODIs. I think that three quick bowlers and two spin bowlers would be more than sufficient to do the job. 
Well, I don't have no fear about having the three paces and two spinners there. But um, let's assume one of these one of these um, spinners didn't hit form. But from what I'm seeing with Hayden, what she has been, his, his accuracy has improved. And if he were to keep it up, I think he would be enough, you know, along with Hussein to at least bowl out Bolo the Netherlands, and I just want to to hopefully hopefully that um, he can go and win. I don't. I hope they don't lose in 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 Holland. They just pull through and uh, get those victories. But this same squad is what will go on to to play the remainder. Let let me tell you the the dates again. May the thirty first would be the first match in the Netherlands. The second match would be on June the second. And then the third would be on June the fourth. So these the points accumulated would go towards the qualifying points for the for the big World Cup coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. Am I correct in that? Yes, indeed. Yes. So yes. Mm-hmm. And um, over in Pakistan, just to recall what happened when they went there in, in December, they lost all three T20s. The first by 63 runs, the second by nine runs. And the third by seven wickets. Now they are coming up on June the 8th. They will play at the World Pindi Cricket Stadium. And then on the 10th will be the next one at the same venue on the second ODI. And on the 12th, the, the third third match that is being played. Can the West Indies win these matches? Or can the West Indies at least win two or one of these matches? It's a hard it's a hard nut to crack, but nothing is impossible. You see what we did with England. And can we do the same with the the Pakistani at home? Your take. Well, we, we can certainly with this team I think we've certainly turned the corner and I believe that we should be able to give a good account of ourselves out there in Pakistan. Um, okay. But a lot will depend on how we performed against the Netherlands and uh, taking, you know, building on that when we move out. Uh, at least we have 15, a squad of 15, in which I would certainly want to continue giving Carty at least the entire three matches because he's new and we really want to see how well he can perform. If he fails to perform, then we have... We can look at Brooks and Sherman Lewis, and we've got Romario Shepard as well. So um, I have high hopes and confidence that uh, we can turn things around in Pakistan, despite the nagging and the most destructive Shaheen Afridi. We know what he's capable of, but, you know, every dog has his day, and I think that uh, we have the opportunity to start taking the fight to the opposition this time around, Leon. But look who we found. We found we found Virgil. He came from Antigua in the, in the night, and he came through the back door. Uh, good evening to you, Virgil. How was Antigua? <laughs> yeah, good evening, Mr. Francis. Good evening to all the panelists, and good evening to all the listeners all over the world. Um, Antigua is beautiful as usual. But, you know, it was the end of the season when I leave there. So most of the boats and the tourists, everybody, like, disappearing. Did you happen to see any of the matches? 
Well, the, the T20, mm-hmm. the, the cool and smooth had was complete, I guess. But um, mm-hmm. they're still having parish league matches that are being played. And, of course, the yeah. T20 10 two-day matches for the Antigua Cricket um, Association. They were playing those matches as well. No, I never get to see none of them because I was only down there for a short while. I came back up on Tuesday, I think. Mm-hmm. Tuesday I came back up, so I didn't get to see nothing. Well, we were discussing the team that was selected to go to the Netherlands and to go back over to Pakistan. And I don't know if you heard the team and what are your thoughts. If you don't hear the team, I can give it to you again. And they're going yeah. to the Netherlands and they'll play a cup, three matches, three ODI matches in the Netherlands. And then they'll go over to to Pakistan. They play three three ODI matches again. So if you don't hear the team, I can call it again. Puran, Hope, Bonner, Brooks, Kati from St. Martin, Hussein, Azari Joseph, King, that Brandon King, uh, Sherman Lewis, not Evan Lewis, Carl Mears, Phillips, Robman Powell, Seals, Shepard, and Hayden Walsh Jr. Excuse for Hetzmeyer, he has had his first child and he asked for time to spend some time with his, to see his first child. But Evan Lewis was dropped because of fitness injuries, uh, problems, and, and a number of other players were left out. So I don't know your thoughts, anything that you have in mind that you wish to express? Yeah, I was going to wonder what happened to um, Hitmeyer, you know, but um, yes, as you wife. said, mm-hmm. yeah. He's giving birth to the that. first child, yeah. No, oh, that, that is so that's, nice. That's appropriate. But, that you, you yeah, can, when you said Evan Lewis with his fitness, um, I'm always confused with his fitness because Evan Lewis was in the IPL. I know he wasn't. Um, he didn't make no runs. And once once in the IPL, he's not performing. Okay, who he is? They're gonna bring somebody else in because they have that opportunity. So I don't understand how he's not fit for the West Indies and he's fit for these other competition that is playing different parts all over the world. So he, I I don't know the fitness, what the, what they call fitness. I, I'm confused with the fitness there. But indeed, he he is being paid nevertheless to sit in, in, in the dressing room and practice with the guys, but, you know, he's not being paid. And, uh, yeah, because yeah, when you look at it and you see, okay, the high, IPL is one of the highest paid, whatever, or um, tournament. And these guys pick guys because they know they can perform. But sometimes you know at the time there you're just having a bad spell. Does that mean you have nothing to do with fitness? If they tell me he's not performing or something like that, okay, I understand that because he didn't make much runs in the IPA. But for fitness, does it have a different fitness to play for West Indies? Does he have a different fitness to play in Australia, Big Bash? And you have a different fitness to play in the Premier League? Um, I'm 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 totally confused with the, the the when they come up with this stuff about fitness. It's it's just it's really driving me crazy. And I can tell you the truth because I just don't understand how you can go and play in different competitions. And especially when the CPL come up home now, I know he'll be playing whenever they have the CPL down the line. And any other competition for his if his country playing somewhere, Trinidad or something playing somewhere. He'll be playing, and he's going different places to play. But in the IPL, I know he hasn't been performing. And as I said, if you're not performing, 
Mm-hmm. You could be the fittest person in the world as what they call fitness, and you're not performing. That does not put you on the field. So it's uh-huh. runs is what puts you on the field. So I am just want to know what the requirement for the fitness. Um, it just just. Dennis, you want to take him out on that? Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I I wanted to say to um, Virgil, Evan Lewis has had four batting appearances that I could tell in the IPL. He scored 10, 55, 1, and 5. And this lack of productivity there, could that be because he's still not fit out there in the IPL? And secondly, I should bring to Virgil's attention that uh, Cricket West Indies um, stalwarts, uh, you know, uh, we have the two West Indies Charlotte administrators, Adams and Haynes, who have recently made statement regarding fitness. And the statement read in part that players not meeting fitness standards is a letdown, not just for the individual, but for the region. This reported comment by ESPN Cricket Post staff writer, came from West Indies Director of Cricket, Jimmy Adams, and Chief Selector, Desmond Haynes. The two West Indian stalwart administrators have criticized West Indies players for failing to meet even minimum fitness standards. So we're not asking for maximum, put it that way, but the minimum level. As a professional cricketer, there's a level of fitness that is required. And all players should try to reach that. For contracted players who are unavailable for fitness, there are consequences that are outlined in their contracts. And we have players who, in our eyes, meaning the selector and the director of cricket, we have players who, in our eyes, are good enough to be considered for selection, who are unavailable on minimum fitness standards. These mm-hmm. comments were made after CWI announced the squad for the upcoming tour of Netherlands and Pakistan. So, Virgil, you can see that I don't think they're asking him to run a marathon. They're simply saying, look, we're going to have you out there on a, doing strenuous exercise on a day, required to chase a ball, required to move quickly. There is a minimum exertion that we are asking you to put out. And if you fail to reach the standard as a contracted player, it's in your contract. So what are they to do? He obviously doesn't feel the need to be able to um, meet the minimum standard. So I think they should definitely leave him out of the squad. And it's not too much to ask that he should perform to earn his place in the team. Back to you, Leon. Yes. Let me move on to that, um, that, mm-hmm. that whole statement there. Okay. Um, there's a lot of guys on the West Indies that's in the IPL. A lot of them did not play. A lot of them is fitter yeah. than the fiddle. They did not play. There's not fitness put them out there. It's performance. Now, if you go out there and you perform, you keep your place. Yes. It's not but fitness. If, if, wait, wait, wait. If you perform, you keep your place. Yes. If you don't perform... Anybody, not okay, the best Batman in the world, he's goes out there, and if he's not performing, 
they're going to recommend bring somebody in. Now, if the highest level of cricket, the most paid cricket in the world, can pick you, that means how they pick you and you're not fit. That is my problem. How these countries pick you and you're not fit, but then your own country is telling you um, you're not fit. I could understand if they said, okay, he didn't perform, so we're not going to I can accept that. But when it comes to the fitness part, that is something I cannot and will never, ever accept because if other country is paying all this money to have you there, and I don't expect to say, like, you're going to perform all the time because sometimes you have a bad spell, and the bad spell does not mean you're fit because you can be the fittest. I would say you can be the fittest person in the world, and just like when you're having a bad spell, he's a bowler. Next thing, getting all over, beat up, beat up. Well, somebody has come in, somebody has performed good. The Batman just not clicking. He just have a bad spell, maybe he him out, and then he come back in, all of a sudden he's doing something better. But fitness, so I'm the fittest person, so I should be out there. When I'm making duck, 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 I, get in, I should be out there. And it is unfair yes. for these players to have country picking these players with the world watching, and then you're telling me this person is not fit to play for you, but they're fit to play for other countries. It is pure what? rubbish what I'm saying, because something no, is wrong no. somewhere, because someone, the doctor, whoever doing this stuff, somebody just making up stories, because they're playing no. different in the world at the same. If they're not fit for me, they should not even leave your country and go to another country to play, because it's the same fitness that they're doing, and this country accept them. And no, you're not. No, it's it's rubbish. Virgil, Virgil, it's not necessarily the standard used to measure fitness by the West Indies and the standard used to measure fitness by the IPL are obviously not the same. And all contracted players are asked to reach a certain minimum standard. It may be something such as I want you to be able to do five laps around this track or you know, 10 push-ups or 12, whatever it is. We've got a squad of 15 players, and they all met that standard. Why should Evan Lewis be any different? His production is not good. I think they should let people know what the fitness test is so people can know for themselves what they're talking about. Because sometimes they they will say stuff, especially if somebody wants to spite you, they will say that you're not fit, and they're not telling you exactly what this person required to do. So all these other countries, the IPL should be able to say what fitness test, so we can compare these things, so we can understand um, what the requirement really is. Well, I, I think it's stated that it's in their contract, uh, Virgil, which means that all players who are contracted to the West Indies must meet this standard. So they must be clearly aware of what it is, because if it was different, you would have the other 15 players coming out and making statements which would indicate different, but they're not. So clearly, Evan Lewis seems to think that uh, it doesn't apply to him or he's not bothered by it because the, the IPL is willing to pay him the, the sum of money to go out there and perform as a whatever it is in the net. It is not good in enough otherwise. In the net. And that's yes, yes. And I said something to you, you know, before... Mm-hmm. Before the team was selected, Hick Meyer mm-hmm. was not selected in that team. Hick Lab make runs down in India, and all of a sudden, Hick Meyer is in the team. What's the difference with the fit? If, if I test you and you're not fit, all of a sudden, now you become fit because you make runs. 
So, but I mean, I, I, it's not, it's not, they're talking about, no, they're talking about performance, but they don't want to say performance. Might as well you come out but, and speak the truth and say, no, this person's <laughs> performing now, so we definitely got to carry Hitman because Hitman performed good in the IPL. So we got to take it because he was not selected. As far as I know, Hitman was not wait. in the squad. No, correction. Cor- correction, Virgil. Ed Myers not yeah. in the current squad. No, but what he's saying that he was. I, I thought that he was given an. Uh, uh, he was given the option to play. He was selected, but he declined selection because of the fact that he his wife is having a baby. And, that's and could that be one. because Ed Myers couldn't meet the playing? No, the fitness no, no. no, 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 no. No, listen what this Mr. Time. Francis is saying. Listen to what he's saying first. No, I'm saying that his, his, wife, his, wife, is, his wife is having a baby, the first child, and he told them he wanted to have time to see his first child. He was selected in the okay. team. Yes, yes, that's yes, what I heard. But before, I think a couple mm-hmm. weeks before, we were talking about this same team, Hitmeyer was not in the team. It's only yeah. because Hitmeyer oh. performed in India, in the IPS. Yes, yes. 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 They, yeah, they took so, some of that into So my, 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 my whole thing is now, if he didn't perform, he would not be in the squad. So you cannot tell me it's about fitness. It's about performance. If you, said, if you tell me right now, um, Evan Lewis did not perform in the IPL, so he's not going to go to play those games. I will accept that. That is the truth. I will mm-hmm. accept that. But when you tell me about fitness, because you were talking about, they were talking about Evan Lewis is not fit, didn't pass the fitness test. Hitman did not pass the fitness test, so he's not, he's not selecting a team to go to Pakistan. No, Hitmeyer... Both of them go to the IPL with the same unfitness, as they said. Evan Lewis didn't perform. Hitman performed with the same unfitness. And now mm-hmm. this unfitness person, one of them is selected. Why? Because he performed. But, wait, wait. So he have nothing Virgil, to do with the fitness. He have to, everything to do with performance. How do you know that he hasn't passed it, that Hitman didn't pass the minimum standard required of fitness? I believe they, they, they had to go through a test, nevertheless, you know. Whether they do it in India or they do it back home. But or they did. That's exactly right. So yeah. it might have well to. pass that test. Mm-hmm. Because he is, and looking at Hetmeyer, you can see how he definitely lost some weight. And he is moving in the covers like when Vivi Richards was in the World Cup, the first World Cup. Yeah, he was moving and running out, guys. So you better give him credit for that because he knew that a million bucks is at stake in the IPL and if he if he, if he falter, you know, he's going to lose all that. And by the way, folks, you guys might have heard that they, they dropped Pollard yesterday <laughs> for failing to, huh? to produce. Yes. Did you know that? That they dropped him? I, I, perhaps? I, I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard, yeah. but that does not surprise me because mm. Pollard has a, quite a number of opportunities since this IPL started, and he has really failed terribly. And as we've been watching him throughout the past year, you but, know, with um, the series. Can I ask a question? You said it dropped <laughs> yeah. Pollard. Pollard was, in the, Pollard was in the squad? No, no, no. no Pollard no, no, has retired no. from international cricket. But in oh, the squad for Mumbai Indians, he has been a yeah, fixture in the Mumbai Indians for a while. He, so did they drop him for fitness and not performing? Well, well it would appear he's not perform- performing, but he looks not fit no, to no, me. No, no, no. 
Mr. Francis is not up here. He's not performing. That's the bottom line. He was not yes. performing. Not performing. Yeah, but, he was not performing. And so. the captain too. The captain always should be dropped because he he is he's not performing as well. But anyway, <laughs> well, let's face Paul. it, uh, Virgil. We we watched we watched Pollard during the Sri Lanka, South Africa, Australia tour series here. And we can see that he did not look fit. You know, he, he punch, did not right? perform. He, he did not punch, perform. He, he did not have that appearance of a fit person on the field, and it probably affected his performance. Or he, um, he just. I watched Pollard for years. I don't see no difference in Pollard on the field. The only difference really? I see in Pollard on the field is not performing. He's having a bad spell, and he's having a bad spell, and he's keep on going down. No, mm-hmm. I don't think he come from fitness. Pollard is the same person, Pollard, on the field all the time for my no Pollard playing. He's not a person that's like 100 miles per hour. Pollard is the same way all the time. He's just not performing. And he, he, are, are you aware, you know, Virgil, I, I've read Michael Holdings, you know, couple of books he's written. And one of the things that they stressed is the fitness levels of the West Indian teams in the 70s under a famed uh, fitness guru. And there were things that they were, they had to do to keep fit. And that's why that team performed so well. And I'm not, this is not my observation. This is the words from Michael Holding himself, who was a member of that squad who went, I'm sorry? You know why that is? You see, when these guys used to play, they're playing for one thing. They're playing for their country. They want to right. play for West Indies. They want to beat everybody. And they don't want to... As um, Dujan said one time, he cannot afford to be sick. He said nighttime when he goes home, sometimes he goes into cold ice water and lie down in, 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 in the bathtub because he wants to go and play for the next day. Haynes, right. I hear this out of Haynes, Desmond Haynes' own mouth. He said he don't play for West Indies. He plays himself. The reason why he said that, he can't afford to fail because he don't have a job to go back to Barbados for. So he has to do what he has to do to keep his place in the West Indies team. These guys, most of these guys do not really have nothing to do. These guys look here. Practice. I don't, you see the only time these guys go and practice? You see when they go in the ITL? They have to do certain things. You, I don't know if you ever hear the statement that our Chris Gale made after when he was captain the West Indies team going to England, reached there, I think, two or one day before the test match. And after the rest him, they said they rest him when he went back to the West Indies and he leave up and go to the IPL. He make a hundred. Then he made a statement about the coach. Who is the coach? The coach don't make more money than him. Okay. The coach don't know this about him and, I mean, talk coach all kinds of things play about the coach because they don't. Match. Yes, yeah. more than him. So how yeah. the coach could tell him what to do? You understand? These guys don't want to listen to nobody. They don't want to practice. The only person I can tell you who work on the game is Shanda Paul, I believe, work on the game for the last, right, right, within the last 20 years because, you know, something he worked out on his weeks. But these guys, from the time they start to make money, from the time Stanford stuff coming and they start to make money, you cannot talk to these guys. These guys don't want to go and practice. These guys don't work on their weak spots. It's only when they go no, in the IPL and they have rules and they said have to go out, these guys will go to practice. And what? We don't do nothing about it. And then our 
prime ministers get involved. Oh, you have to play this guy. You have to play this guy. Instead of saying to this guy, you guys represent our country. You got to put your best foot out there. You got to do what you got to do to represent our country. They did not do that. So that's why we go down like that. Yeah, but Virgil, don't don't forget strongly, and, and I bring you back to the words of Michael Holding. He stressed, he stressed, and he stressed again the importance of fitness and how the team in the 70s and 80s worked very hard with this fitness guru to keep fit. And I don't know if I don't think that is taking place today in today's team, but. Fitness, fitness, fitness is very, very important. And I, you know, yes, I accept that the money has gone to the heads of some of our players who decided that because they're earning this much, they can afford to ignore their own fitness. Think they can do it all by themselves. Hold your thoughts there, Virgil, because we just have to introduce something new. We have to introduce a a station ID. You're listening to The Cricket Show. Your host is Leon Francis. Online with me are Dennis Seat and Virgil Francis. If you wish to speak with us, call 1-515-605-9850. 1-515-605-9850. Or you can reach us on the web at blogtalkradio.com forward slash The Cricket Show. Again, blogtalkradio.com forward slash cricket show. We welcome our listeners over there in Antigua, in the UK, and also those in Australia and in North Florida. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you're enjoying the show. Call us or write us and tell us how we are doing. Back to you, um, Virgil. Yeah, what I'm, what I'm saying, everybody talk about fitness, right? Nobody get up and said, what do they mean by fitness? Because, like, somebody tell me, okay, this guy's fat, he's not fit. Okay? Why you mean he's not fit? Now you look at all these football players, the linebacker, 200, almost 300 pounds, and you're telling me because of them size, they, they are not fit? You can't, you, that's why I said, we want to know what you call fitness. You can't just say, okay, you're not fit. Because you're this size or you're that size. Because if it was for fitness, at a particular size, they would not have these 200 and 300 and something pound football players playing on the field out there. Because these guys have to be fit also. So what do they call fitness? That is my, that is my whole problem. Because you can't tell me fitness means, well, you have to do 10 laps in in certain in about five minutes and everybody's gonna do that because you know something if everybody do that you would not have a horse race. Because I'm sure sometimes you see horse race, one come in and the other one all the way in the back. But that same mm-hmm. one that's in the back, it will beat if you give it another set of horse to race with, it will beat that one. So if you mm-hmm. if, if you take out the first ten horse out of twelve, you take out the first ten horse out of twelve and put them away and give that one that come eleven and twelve in another race, and mm-hmm. that one come first. So what you will tell me, that one is not fit? Because now it's coming first, because it's in a different category. But the other category, because it was faster one. So you tell me that one is not fit or that one is not fast? No, it's fast. Beat those, but the other one is faster. Mm-hmm. So these well, people have to explain to people, because we all 
discussing fitness. We don't understand what they're talking about fitness. We can say, okay, the person has to be fit. Because from the time somebody see a big person come out on the feet, oh, he's not fit. Somebody see another person. Look at sometimes, you watch. You see somebody's game. This guy take after a ball. And this other guy run and pass him. So what are you telling me now? That guy is not fit. Supporter said, okay, you have to run five, um, five, five, five laps in certain amount of time. This, this, the other guy that run after the ball first, that, that um, could not catch it and they going to pass him, that means he would not be in the game because they're going to they they consider him. He's not fit because he could not reach the, 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 the time frame what they give him. But every horse is not made to be run the same, the same speed. But you cannot tell me the horse is not fit because he can't run the same speed as the other one. So these guys have to put out, when they're talking about fitness, let the world know what they're talking about and what the requirement of the fitness is. Instead of just saying they're not fit, they have to be fit, and nobody knows what they're talking about. Because we have to know. Because sometimes maybe if we find out what they're talking about, we just say, you know, something I can't believe is that what they're talking about. We all maybe disagree in a, in a different way. Virgil. Why, you know, you're saying tell the world these guys have contracts which stipulates the level and degree of fitness that is expected of them. If it was not so, I think we would have heard about it. So it is not correct for you to say that tell the world what it is. The world don't need to know what it is because all No, no, no. We need to know. We cannot argue about something that we don't know about. Me and you cannot discuss something that we don't know about. Because you might say the fitness means, you telling me the fitness means, okay, you explain what is, okay, what you know about fitness, you explain to me and to the rest of the world listening to us what your fitness means. Yeah, but it's not my fitness, um, Virgil. It's what in their contract, what is expected of them. And all 15 players in this squad have obviously passed that agreed that fitness test that's in their contract. Uh, what I'm saying is they all know what it is. So if they can't I, live up to it, then... You know, I then, understand then what you're talking about, but we should not discuss something that we don't know nothing at all about. Because if somebody oh. called in and asked us, since we're talking about fitness, what is the fitness requirement? We cannot answer that question, and we're discussing something that we cannot answer that question about. So yes, we have to Virgil, know what the, what the requirement of the fitness means. Are you, because are you saying that? Australia this? have it, India have it, everywhere have it. The same person for us that is not fit is going into India country and playing in another league that is not fit. So we don't know what the requirement means for fitness. Everybody says, okay, you're not fit, you're not fit. If you're coaching somebody and you want them to do certain things, you have to say, this is the requirement you have to, okay, you follow, okay? You know exactly what, what it is. The world needs to know what the fitness, because if you're accusing me of something, you can't tell me what you're accusing, accusing me of. It, it, it doesn't make sense. You have to say, you can't come out and tell people, oh, they're not fit. Okay, and you're telling the world was... that they're not fit, okay? But you're not telling the world what is the fitness requirement is. So you shouldn't tell the world that they're not fit because there's a requirement. You should not even use that word. Because if you can't tell the world what the requirement of fitness is, you should, they, they should not use that word. 
Because the world, the world, just like how you tell them is not fit, the, wor- the world needs to know. Because you're telling them they're not fit, but the world needs to know more what you're talking about, why this person is not fit. Virgil, don't you think that the players themselves, if they thought that there was something underhanded about the fitness requirement, they would not, don't you think they would be discussing this publicly? No, I'm not and talking about sir, the players, no. I'm, we, I'm, we, I'm we, talking we, about the person no. who announced these players is not fit. I don't know what it means. Well, okay, because well, what the, the players will come out and say, well, I'm not fit. No, no, the players are not supposed to talk about certain things. Players not supposed to talk about it. That's why you have news media all over the place because you have to find out certain things. You telling me I'm not fit. I'm not supposed to go on radio. Well, you know something they say I'm not fit, and I know I'm fit. You know something that is just putting you to put for them to chop you out of the team because you're but going out we, and talking we, about something that you're not supposed to talk about. Virgil, we just heard the report from the director of Cricket West Indies, Jimmy Adams, and from the selector, the chief selector. Do you think that both of these gentlemen would stand up in front of the press and make such outstanding statements about fitness levels and minimum fitness and get no feedback or questions from commentators, reporters, even the players themselves would contradict the statement if it was not so. So clearly, no, I, we I'm not. Have no, to... no, I'm not saying it's not so. You know, I'm not saying who is not fit. But I, what I'm saying, we need to know what they call. Okay, if if they said this guy's not performing, he's not going to play. He's not performing. He, yeah. We watch some of the game, and if we hear them say he's not performing, we watch some of the game, and then when we see the game for ourselves, we see the game that he played, and he's not performing. We agree with them. He's not performing. But then you come with this, um, this, oh, this guy, okay, he can't catch some, he can't play him out there. We see he dropped 10 catching a game. Understand that. But now you say he's not fit. What do you mean he's not fit? What the, fit, what the fitness require? Because, as I said to you, Hitmeyer was not in the squad. Hitmeyer make runs. All of a sudden, Hitmeyer become fit. Somebody has dropped out. Or the fitness person dropped out. Why do you think Hitmeyer did not get fit in the process? <laughs> no, it's not necessarily his performance alone, but he had to have been fit. Because the West Indies have a minimum standard, and if they selected him, it has to be. What you're inferring is that the West Indies captain, director of cricket, the coaches, the uh, are all being um, underhanded in not selecting a player for other reasons other than that they're not fit. And that's what you're implying, and I think that that is, that is yeah, not a fair... Get, they assessment. do get pressure. They do get pressure because everybody starts talking about Hitmeyer must play because Hitmeyer performing. So that's why Hitmeyer was chosen in that team. Hitmeyer did not chose any team to say, oh, Hitmeyer is because if Hitmeyer did not make any runs in the IPL and he was the same fitness as they checked afterwards, they would not select Hitmeyer. Hitmeyer would not be selected. Hitmeyer selected because he performed. There is no changes of, of, of no fitness because if he did not perform, he would not be selected. And maybe he'd be fitter than all the rest, but he would not be selected. So we can't well, go around saying this and then this guy just, he's not fit. Okay, he's out. 
Now all of a sudden he go to India, he make runs. Now he's fit. Oh. I, I maybe mm-hmm. fitness mean make runs. Maybe maybe I got it wrong. Leon, we I think yes, we we yes, agree yes, to yes. disagree on that point. Yes, 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 yes. Well, can we can we move on? I'm sorry, I had to leave a little bit, but I heard the conversation was so hot. I love it, Virgil. Hold on to your point, Dennis. Hold on to your point. You you guys made a good good um, bit of uh, conversation there. So let's talk about the the IPL and you know West Indies have no players, no players in the top 15 tennis and the Virgin. In both batting, well, they have in the, none in the batting. I'll tell you who are, who are in the top 15 in the, the batting. You have Joe Butler, or Just Butler, K.L. Rawu, David Warner, um, Huda, Shubman Gill, and this other one here, Darwin, Shika Darwin, Fat Diplosis, Liam Livingston, he's number eight, and Shama, um, Varma, some of these guys are Guy Quad, Quentin Nicock, Samson, um, Markram, the South African, and finally Ira from India. These are the top 15 positions. No West Indian. Where, where, uh, it's, where is where is Poor and, and Hetmeyer in that in that, uh, not, that no, table? Not seen. They only post the top fifteen, and we can we can. And, what, and I don't have a position, on, so they're less than fifteen. I'm no, saying no. those. Go ahead. Yeah, is that based I, on total run score or on total run score? Total, total run score. For instance, Just Butler has six hundred twenty-seven runs. In the 13 mm-hmm. match that he played on, played right. um, uh-huh. second place Rahul 469, David Warner 427, Huda 406, Gill 402, as well as Chikandawa he has 402, but they give the better run rate, uh, strike rate. Then the next number seven is Flat the pluses. And Liam Livingston, the Englishman, 385. Um, Sharma, he has 374. And Varma, 368, as well as Gaikwad, he is 366. Three, Decock has 362. Samson, 359. Mark Ram, 358. And then Ira. He has scored some 351. So no West Indian has scored more than can, 300. So we were looking at Hetmeyer and Puran to be up there, but they're not, they're not performing as well as we think. And course, you have a number of players. Statistic, hmm? the, the statistics, Leon, does it say how many innings or at-bats these players have had? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay, the first Butler has played all 13 innings. Um, yeah. Rawl, okay. 13. Warner has played mm-hmm. 10. He only played 10 matches. Warner played 10 matches. Right. And uh, Hoda, 13 matches, 13 innings. Um, Gill, 13 matches, 13 innings. Um, right. Darwin, 12 matches, 12 innings. The Pluses, 13 matches, 13 innings. Livingston, 
12 matches, 12 innings. And Sharma, not Roy Sharma, Sharma, the other Sharma, 12 yeah. matches, 12 innings. Then Varma, 12 matches, 12 innings. And Guy Quad, or Guy Wad, um, 13, 13 matches. And DeCock, 13, 13. Samson, 13, 13. And Markram, 12 matches, 10 innings. And Ira, 13, 13. That's far uh, as in, in, in my, the, the stats that I can recall. This is up to today's. Yeah, no, is, no, no, I'm not mm-hmm. disputing that. What I'm trying to say is that so far I can say that I know Hetmeyer's had about 10 at-bats. I'm not, mm-hmm. sure, I'm not saying that's his total at-bats. I know he's had about 10 at-bats, and he has an average of 56, having scored approximately 283 runs. Yeah, well, four he runs, might be right up there, but he's not over 351. Right. But, you see, Poran has had about eight at-bats, four of which was not out, and five of Hetmeyer's innings were not outs as well. So his average is 63. What I'm maybe maybe if, if they were going by average, maybe if they were going by average, we would have had players in this 15. Because I remember Puran batted quite a bit of not out as well, too. Right. So the, the, the main point here that I'm seeing, Leon, is that all of these players that you've mentioned in the top 18 have played, what, 13, have had at least 12 innings or 13 innings. Yes. Whereas others, such as our West Indians, Contingency, you know, with Hetmeyer and and Poran being the the the, uh, the major two there, they've had fewer innings, uh, fewer innings than uh, a lot of the others, and that's not to excuse them. But they've got averages of 56 and 63. So if they were being uh, well, if averages were being used, then I suspect we would have had yeah, at least you would two have players. at least two more players in this lineup. Yes, I think yes. so. But the fact is, and, and what, runs are the factor right now. The averages, I don't think, is insignificant in a sense because it's it, um, runs that determine the outcome and not the average. Am right, I correct in saying right. that? Virgin, any, any thoughts? Any, 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 any uh, comments on the, the batting in the India Premier League so far? As far as we have 17 players up there and we don't have a couple in this lineup. It's either because they don't play enough matches or they don't score enough I, runs. Right. No, that's they, why. They, they, yeah, they don't score enough runs, man. Because these other guys are just outscoring them. I mean, but they, they don't yeah, score but, enough runs. Yeah, well, there's there's no taking away from the fact that guys like Butler and Raul and Warner have been really, really producing. But they've had more innings. I mean, Mayer and Poran. The best two West Indians out there that are capable of uh, challenging them are not getting the same look at as uh, is uh, the other two. I mean, with so few innings, I think they should look at averages, you know, number of innings and runs scored, number of innings and so on, as opposed to total runs scored, although that is quite as important. But we won't. I won't dismiss the contributions from Poor and, and, and Hetmeyer because of, you know, even um, Russell has had nearly three hundred yeah. runs, and he's at about and he's at about ten 
10 innings, 10 at-bats. But, but changing up, only changing up when we look at the bowling, you see Russell, you see Russell showing in his top 15 in the bowling. And, uh, but he yeah. has been significant in scoring runs at vital time and scoring enough runs to take his team over the, over the hump. Yeah. But um, right. so the, his, his role is to, is to be hitting in the depth so that they can, you know, accumulate a large total, a large total that would be out of the reach of the, the, the team that is fielding. So let's take a look at the, let's take a look at the, at the, um, the bowling now, because number one bowler in the league so far is um, Hasaranka. You remember Hasaranka? He had 23 wickets. Sri Lanka, Sri Lankan, and you know, remember who yeah. who hit him for a couple, for for number six and six six yes. from six? Yes, that mm-hmm. was our own Pollard, yeah. right? Yes, and mm-hmm. and the next guy is Shahal. Shahal, he has twenty three wickets as well. He's from and switch. You know who Shahal plays for? Isn't that isn't that okay? I can't remember the team he plays for. But number they three have, is he Rabada. Plays he plays for Royal Challengers. Well, RCB? Mm, okay. Yeah. And then number three is Rabada with 21 wickets. Yeah. And then Shami. I like Shami. Mohammed Shami, 18 wickets. Yeah. And Patel, Hashel Patel, no relatives of Jatin, 18 wickets. Um, Yadav. That guy has lost some a considerable amount of weight, and he looks fit. He has 18 wickets. Yadav. And uh, Nataranga. Ranjan. 18 wickets as well. And um, Malik. You ran. This is the, the quick, one of the quickest fast bowlers in, in, in the business. Yumran Malik. He has 18 wickets. And then Andrew Russell. Just one run wickets below him with 17 wickets. And then 16 wickets. Rahim Rashid Khan and then Umesh Yadav he has 16 wickets Ahmed 16 wickets and um, Khan another Khan Avish Khan 16 wickets and Dwayne Bravo of all people 16 wickets as well and of course um, should Hari should Hari also 16 wickets. So we have two in the bowling, two in Bravo and Russell. What are your thoughts, gentlemen? But, uh, Virgil, what are your thoughts? Oh, hey, look, I'm happy for these guys that are getting wickets. I mean, who the two? We have Russell and we have um, and Bravo. They play most of the game more than the other any other West Indian player in this idea. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, happy happy for them to get in a wicket. Um, so, all I can say about these two. I think Dennis has, has left us and he has gone, but he's listening. Uh, am yeah, I yeah. correct in saying that? Yeah. Dennis yes, is. I, I, I'll be um, okay, good. Yeah. We, we keep you on hold. Yes, Dennis has left us, uh, Virgil. So, as you were saying? No, it's like, I'm happy for the two guys getting wicked, but, I mean, 
how much of the players we have there? I know you have Zara Joseph. He, he, now and then he gets not, not much wicked, but I mean, he's performing good. I see performing good. I mean, and we don't have no other bowlers that um from our way, from West Indies that down there right now that's really performing. But, but we, 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 we should have had Holder, right? um, Jason Holder. He is oh, yes, a Jason fixture Holder, in a yes. number of matches, and he has not, say, had 16 wickets so far. Yeah, it just sometimes when 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 we're playing, if that thing that going your way, no matter how mm-hmm. good you are, man, if it's not going your, just like Coley, you see, every time Coley go, they make a couple of the runs, Coley just fail, just fail. You can't you can see that mm-hmm. as fail, but at mm-hmm. least you know it. It's still it's still trying, but it is not just your day. And if it's not your day or your season, man, and then next time you come back and everybody just like can't believe that's the same person, you know. And like as I said, they talk about um players with fitness. You look at Andre Russell. Nobody could tell Andre Russell. You, every time Andre Russell look like he's like limping, <laughs> limping. I mean, yeah, something wrong with him. So what, he, he, here my thing is though, that's why I'm wanting to know what people call player. Fitness. He looks yeah, a different player. Yes, you're right. Different player playing the IPL. Yeah, he running and it's like, he can't, like something wrong with his knee and some part of him. So, that's why I'm confused what you call fitness because I know like this guy's playing and it's like this guy is sick because you can see him sometimes. Yeah, you know the pain. difference between fitness and, and effort because you you may be fit but you're not putting out the effort. You're not killing, you know, you're not putting out the effort. You know, you may be so, fit or you may, just, may, yeah. may don't feel the interest is not there. Your yeah, heart is not in it. It just, it just, it just continues. I need them guys to, especially we West Indies player. We need to play the guy in there that really want to, play, really want to play for West Indies. That just coming when they feel like, and the guys in that that's performing because in this game right now, especially T20 and, and um, one day right now, all you need is runs. If you want, if you want to have the fittest team, well, play a competition for the fittest team. Whoever. Not not bowl the ball and bat the ball. Let's have all them do the fitness test and see who win out in that competition. Then you can have cricket to play. Who perform? And you're performing good. I need you on the field out there. Because that is what runs is what counts. Some mm-hmm. people say, oh, you give away runs because you can't run. But then, as I said, um, you watch two guys running down a ball. One take off before the other. And, and the one behind pass the other one. So I don't understand that. Maybe everybody will say, well, you know something, he's not fit enough, so we can't play him because the other guy going to pass him. Everybody doesn't run, make to run the same. Everybody don't hit the ball um, 90 meters or 100 meters out, out of the park. Everybody can't do that. You know, some of the guys that will just hit four straight, and maybe if they do really hit a six, he might go 90 meters, 80 meters, something like that. He don't go more than that. So sometimes when some other guys hit the ball and hit the guy, like a hundred meter, wow, that guy is really fit because he hit the bar so hard. No, he just power. That's all what mm-hmm. it is. You have nothing to do with fitness to hit the bar because I can go out there right now. I'm not I'm not in no kind of shape. And if somebody put a bar right where I want it, believe you, I'm gonna go to the bar, I might go hundred meters, I might go ninety meters. You know, that mean that's it, but it's it's just confusing to see how so, what, so Virgil, what would you do with these players? What would you do with these players when they come back? Would, how would you go about picking? Aside from those players who went, they have 17 of them got this mega box. 
How would you treat them? How would you select them? They're going to come well, up. I'm going, I'm going after the performance, man. If they perform good and you're having a friend, you're these are the guys, you select these guys mm-hmm. from there. But if these guys come back and not perform, just like if Evan, Evan Lewis come back right now and they're going to play 2020, he don't perform outside there. I can't go play him for West Indies. Normally, if the CPL coming up and all the kind stuff, you prove mm-hmm. yourself from there. You have to revive yourself and come back. When you come back and start perform, then you up your game again. But I can't just say, okay, because you come back from India, you're the fittest person up there. You run down the ball, you do all kind of stuff. But you can't make one. You can't get wicked. I can't put you. I can't put you to represent West Indies. Mm-hmm. Let, let's say hello. Like let's say my... hello to Simon. Simon is on with us. Simon is just finished dinner. Simon, how are you, sir? I'm very well, Mr. President. I just finished supper, I would tell you. Oh, and I want okay. to say a very hearty good evening to you, Mr. President. Thank also you for that, Dennis, sir. Um, Cardinal, yeah. Audley, Virgil, I just heard him on. Mr. Patel, if you're with us. Jetna, if you're with us. Ivor Henry, no, Mr. We... McKenzie, and all our faithful listeners all over the world. I hope everyone had a wonderful week last week. And we are praying mm-hmm. for a much week this week. No, we we have not have everybody on board tonight. The guys, uh, Audley's not on. Um, Mackenzie's not on. Mr. Patel is not on. Um, who else is not on? Um, oh, maybe maybe they take a long holiday then. And Jatna had just called to say that she's having a little dinner with her okay. family. Yeah, I just finished supper, so I said, mm-hmm. let me come on the show and hear what's going on. Okay, you got a question for us? You're going to give an easy question because only me and me and um, Virgil are able to answer you. <laughs> <laughs> are Dennis not with us? No, he's, gonna, he's, he's, he's left and he's gone to do another assignment oh. and he'll be back. Okay, Go well, ahead. this evening we're, we're just going to do a little discussion. Uh, mm-hmm. This is no yes or no right or wrong answer. I was um, researching the cricket all the way back, you know, um, from the time that I started following cricket, and it came to my mind, I was a bit puzzled about this question, so I said, let me put it to the professionals who know the game much better than I do. Listen to this question. If a batsman is hit on the pad and no fielder appeals, can the umpire give him out? Nope. No, not, no, because nobody has, no, that happens all the time, and Nobody appears the game. <laughs> happens all the time. That question was bothering me because sometimes um, the, uh, nobody appeals. The, 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 the players don't appeal, but the umpire thinks that he's out. I was asking you if the umpire can give him out. So that was my question for tonight. No, no. My answer would be no. He, he's not out. Unless the, the player decides to, to walk. <laughs> Virgil, if a player, yeah, <laughs> if a player, a player can walk too, right? But the umpire didn't give him out neither. He, no. If he walked, the umpire didn't give him out. No, the umpire didn't give him out. No, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So, Simon, you ask the right question. I hear what happened. You get the same answer from both of us. Okay. <laughs> um, well, you know, uh, like, no, I see some, some players walk. But I say, if I play the ball back to Virgil, chest high, Virgil takes the catch, clean catch, no, uh, no ball or anything, 
I start walking, but if it's in an LBW appeal, I wouldn't start walking because the umpire is the one supposed to give me out. I'm not supposed to give myself out. That's the way I look at the game, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, just not to tell you guys that she's unable to be with us this evening. A family I'm so sorry and, to hear that. And Jatin as well. And, I'm um, so sorry to hear. Audley is, um, but we is can carry back. on the show when you have yes. good people like Virgil. Virgil can run the show. <laughs> I'm surprised that question, question, question come to you. On. Question to you now, Simon. Question to you now. I, I had this question, but I I forgot now. Virgil, I forgot the question I have for Simon. Simon, there's a new uh, rule that you? came into being. A new rule that comes into being. If a batsman hits a ball in the air, yeah. and he's being caught, yes, and he crosses to the other end, yeah, right? The, the, yes. the, the non-striker crosses to the other end, and yes. what what is the correct procedure right now? Should he well, remain I would at say... the? No, no. Wait. Let me, let me see if you understand the question quietly. If I if I am at one end, I hit the strike the ball in the air, and I am being caught. But in the meantime, yes. the non-striker, not myself, crosses yes. and goes to the other end. You're right. Right. Is he You're both crossed. You're both crossed. Yeah. Is he able to stay in that position? In, um, in, in, this, in the where I... Yeah, you're both the crossed before from? the catch is taken. Yes. Before the catch is taken. Yes. What happened? Okay, well, I'll say that if you're up here at the um, strikers end, I'll say that you'll stay there. And the man who's running there, he will have to leave. you stay at the strikers end, and the new man will have to come in at the non-strikers end. That's no, how okay. I would think the game would be played. Okay, let used me see if I understand. Used, used to, to be, be right. <laughs> yeah, well, Simon, let me see if you understand what I'm saying. The guy yeah, strikes, I, I, I'm the, I am the one who strikes the ball. Right. I got caught, but in any in the event, we cross. So right. you are going to... It doesn't matter. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, yes, yeah. yes, yes. yes. Right. Yeah, you are, you are, you are caught... You, you, we cross before the catch is taken. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're saying, you're saying should he, should I, should you remain in my position where I was, or should I? Or what will happen? What is the You mean if the new procedure? player who comes in, the new player? Yeah. When the new player will, will he take the strike? No, the new player will a, stay at the non-striker's end. As far as I. You agree with him, Virgil, or not? No, that, that, used, that used to be, but they changed yes. it now. Once you knock the yes. ball up in the air, and once mm-hmm. they caught the ball, whether, you, whether, whether um, you don't cross or before the ball test, what they do now is the non-striker, have, the, the new Batman that's coming, have to face um, the ball. Really, really. So that's the okay. new rule. That's the okay. new rule. That's why I asked the question. Yeah, that's the new rule. Thank you, thank you, Mr. Virgil. Thank you for that traffic. Mm-hmm. That's a new rule, so you be aware of that now. If you have, even well, though you're playing, if you're playing a sanction, I see they might. They don't want. They don't want the new the the the, the set Batman to go and face the ball now. So I understand. The new Batman coming face the ball. Okay, mm-hmm. I get you. Mm-hmm. I get you. Get you. So you said that um, in my the umpire's job is to. See, a, a play is very fair or unfair play. Yes. If, uh, okay, say I said if you hit on the pad, 
nobody, none of the feel has appealed. You said the umpire wouldn't be able to give him out if there's no appeal. No. No. Suppose there's a catch. If there's a catch and nobody, like a wiki keeper, takes the catch, appeal, can the umpire give him out? Say that again. The wiki keeper takes a catch behind the wicket. Yeah. And nobody appeals. The, um, the wiki keeper doesn't appeal because he doesn't think that the man touched the ball or maybe the ball was a no ball or whatever. He didn't appeal, but he took the catch. Didn't appeal. Can the umpire give the batsman out? No, the umpire, no, not in a position to do that. But he, okay. he can okay. walk. That, he, that's what he I. He can think. walk. He can walk if he knew, knows that he can. I've seen batsmen this today uh, walk into the LBW decision because they're so plump, and they don't yeah. want to use up. They don't want to use up the um, number. The time. Um, no, not the time, but they don't want to use up the appeal that they have that are available to them. So they walk. If okay, they feel in okay. the opinion that they were plumb, yeah. sometimes but, they're way back on um, their Sergeant, why would they, why would they use up the um the appeal, as you said? Because I, I don't think that um the part that was right with what you said there, they use they did not want to use up the appeal. Not the appeal, I'm yeah. sorry. The word should be oh, okay, okay. use up the referral. Okay. You know, because well, here, they, here my question yeah. to you now. Mm-hmm. Why would you, if you know that you're out and you're walking, why would you, the umpire did not give you out, he, you, no, no, the, the question is if the umpire did not give you out. Yeah. Now, if the umpire give you out and you're in a plum, you're not going to use up the appeal, but if the, I think the, the question was if the umpire did not give you out. Yes, yes. I think he said mm-hmm. you did not want to give up the, like, no, the referral, but you didn't have to, yeah. yeah. Because the umpire didn't give you out, you don't, have to, you, don't, you don't have to move. You have to use the appeal. You have to use yeah. your so you don't have to use, Yeah, no. you don't have to use nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So suppose, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, Virgil, look at this way now. Well, the way I look at the game is that the umpire is the one to give you out. If, um, say, Leon bowled to me and the ball come, hit me right on the pad, front pad, I'm on the front foot, hit me on the front pad, and nobody appeals, I just start walking. No, I, I wouldn't walk. I'll, let you, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't walk. If you catch a, take a catch, chest high, pinch catch, I'll walk. My wicked stumps are knocked down, the wicked keeper field, and ball is in his hand, I touch the ball, I'll walk. I wouldn't wait for anything. But if there's an LBW, there's a chance that it could be moving away because I'm batting. The umpire can see much better what the ball is doing than I can. So if it's an LBW appeal, I wouldn't walk. I let the umpire give me out. Okay. Well, if if I walk off the field, right, Virgil, if I walk off the field on my way to the pavilion, can the umpire call you back and say, no, 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 you you want out, you want out? Can they the can umpire do that? You, they can but ask the you to stand. Can tell you to wait. The umpire, they, they... Okay, go ahead. You, go ahead. That's Virgil. a tricky question, though, because here what happened. Mm-hmm. The ball hit your five. Right. Nobody appeal. Nobody appeal. No. Umpire don't give you out. You no. decide to walk off. The umpire don't know the reason why you walk off. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because you're nobody, right. nobody appeals. Nobody appeals for like LBW or anything like that. So it's a tricky right. one because if you walk off, maybe the umpire think you walk off, you retire, you walk off, you just gone off because something. So you can't just say, or, okay. Or you're not feeling well or something. Because he don't, yeah. he don't, he didn't get out in the first place. Yeah. I've, seen, I've seen players walk off and then, they, they declare themselves retired out. 
They yeah. Yes, understand that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, retired yeah. out and that's, just come off the field. Yeah. I yeah, think I, that I was done in the IPL for the, I yeah. think for the first time this year. Um, I, think I think it was Lara. No, not Lara. I think Lara. it was La- Lara got hit on the pad. He didn't even look no. at the umpire, he just started walking. Yeah. Lara always walks. He always walks if he knows that he, if he believes that he's out. Or if he, That's what he, I'm saying he has an edge. He has an edge. But in my opinion... For Ed, for Ed, for Ed, but for yeah. LBW, I mean, for say walking yeah, umpire, I, mean, I would know how feel. No, no. If, I, if nobody appeal, I wouldn't walk. No, if nobody appeal, but if anybody appeals and he feels that he's, he's plump. Yeah. And he walks, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. But um, sometimes they do that in order to bring in a more aggressive batsman to at least speed up the run rate. So, I understand you. I understand. I understand you. And, uh, yeah, I get you. Well, like one time, um, <laughs> Ivor said he might just be trying to get away from the bowling, you know. That is possible, too. That's possible, too. That's Isn't it too much fire down there? I, I was know. at the park. I, I was yeah. at the park last night. We were, they, they were playing a final at the park um, at the Ladder Hill here, right, um, the night cricket. And yeah. there was some guy, Rain turned down a spoiler game, but there was some guy was talking about the same thing too, because they was playing a game and this guy was bowling real fast. Yeah. And the ball probably hit him across his waist or something like that, and then he just walk off. He just, uh, just walk like off that. like, you know something? Then yeah. he said the ball caught or what? He know the ball didn't touch his edge or what, but he gone, mm-hmm. because he didn't want to face the guy. So it do happen <laughs> like that. <laughs> what I was thinking, the umpire might be that you want to get away from the bowling, yeah. Yeah. But do you, do you ever, you ever, in your, your history of playing games, uh, Virgil or, or Simon, have you ever yeah. seen a batsman who was, was afraid of the spinner, a spinner? I would and, not say afraid, but he, he cannot manage the spinner. Yeah, he, he cannot well, manage that's, it. That's fear, fear of, of losing his wicket. But yeah, yeah no, you've seen that he, he prefer to go to the other end rather yeah. than face the spin. Yeah, yeah manage spin. Yeah. It do happen so, sometimes. Yeah, yes, so, yes, yes. But I was a I, number two batsman. A number two. What? I said you open, all the you fast open, bowlers. That's opening the But I, I prefer to play against the spinners because I learned my game in England. I prefer mm-hmm. to play against the spinners, but I was a number two batsman. I faced a lot of fast bowlers, but I was more comfortable against the spinners. Mm-hmm. And just the opposite of the West Indian uh, batsmen, a lot of them uh, cannot come to grips with spin. They, they cannot play mm-hmm. the spin. Even to your great batsman from Jamaica, uh, Roe. Roe said to me on this show, he said, uh, Mr. Simon, uh, I prefer the ball to be coming to me. I don't want to wait for the ball. And mm-hmm. he's a genius, I have to call him. A man who co- scored 300 runs in one day, he's a genius. He knows the game. He can play the game. But he said he, he prefers the, to play against the, the Pacers than the spin, you know. The, the spin can make you look pretty stupid too, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you're playing forward and the ball is gone away from you, you know. It makes you look pretty stupid, you know. I, I but an accomplished to... batsman mm-hmm. like Lara, who is a genius now, you have to call him a genius, a man who can score 500 runs, 380 and 400 runs, uh, you can't call him anything less than a genius, you know. Yeah, so, and um, he can play spin, he can play the pace bowlers. He, he's an accomplished batsman, you know. So. Now, no, 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 I just want to go back to something we covered earlier. You and Simon were not here, so we t- covered the death of 
the sudden death of the Australian all-arounder, Andre Simon. You know, you know the guy, right? Andre Simon? No, I never heard of him. Well, how about you, Virgil? Never heard of him? Andre Simon? Yeah, yes, I know um, Simon. Yeah. No. Yeah, he died in a, in a, in a car crash. Early the, yes, 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 yes. Uh, somebody sent me something yesterday, so I saw mm-hmm. I saw that on yeah. the um, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I pulled like that thing since he died. He's very, very sad. And he only he's only forty six years old, you know. Yeah, yeah I so. I'm sorry to hear that. So Virgil, mm-hmm. you 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 are you prefer to be a, a batsman or a bowler? Which is your part in the game? Um, that question, that, that question, only one thing I love to do is hold that ball in my hand and open a new ball. Okay. I, I, I understand. I don't like batting. But when, yeah. I mean, I don't like to bowl all day. Yeah. I understand. I understand. Well, I'm okay. not a bowler. I, I don't think I ever get uh, any wickets. I was a number two batsman, but I am, um, I was much more comfortable against spin bowling, you know, but I, 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 had to play the pace bowlers. Had to stay there for about eight, nine overs until the shine coming off the ball, and then the other men came in and started hitting the ball around. But um, I, I prefer to play the spin, you know. Okay. So, gentlemen, so what about West Indians? Why a lot of them are not mm-hmm. comfortable against spin? They don't like to move their feet. See, against spin, you have to be moving your feet back and forth. You have to be up on your toes playing back and forth. On the, the pace bowlers, you don't need to move your feet too much. You just maybe move across, backwards or something. But on the spinners, you have to watch what the ball is doing. Sometimes the ball is going away from you and it turns back, you know. It's, um, it's a bit difficult, more difficult playing the spinners. More difficult, you know. That's why... Okay, uh, uh, on the 18th, Simon, hold your thoughts yes. for me. On the 18th, the West Indies four-day championship will resume. Remember yes. earlier on, it started and then they stopped the tournament. No, yes. and all the matches will be played in uh, Trinidad. Okay. And okay. starting on the 18th to the 21st, Guyana will be yes. playing Barbados. And okay. the match will be played at the Queen's Park Oval okay. in, in Port of Spain. You have been there before or no? So I've been there, but on. not when we were playing cricket. Okay. I visited, but not when we were playing cricket. And on the same day, Trinidad and Tobago will be playing the Leeward Islands at Digo Martin Sporting Complex. Okay. Yes, and I've been to Digo Martin also. Okay. Um, and I and think then, they have one in Central Trinidad. I think in Coronia, one of those places too. How about you? I think that's where Lowry's from. Central Trinidad. I've never been to Trinidad, but I've spoke. I have a oh, lot okay. of friends from Trinidad. Virgil, how about yeah, you? Yeah, I've been, been, been there. To... I've been there twice, I think. <laughs> Have you been to Trinidad? I'm just bringing your attention to the matches that are being uh, coming up on the 18th. Okay, let me give you a story about that now. I went to Trinidad one time. I went downtown and I was buying something called Double. I was standing up, have, a, have my hair cut. My hair was cut low. And I was standing up there and a lot of birds was above, <laughs> above on, on a wire. And all I heard was blop in my head. The only thing you could tell... The guy that was buying the double bar gave me a piece of napkin and I just wiped yes. my head because <laughs> I know <laughs> what the bird does do to my head, man. Every time I'm in the train, that, I think it's always in, your head. in my head. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
So yeah. I just want to bring you up the date for the other matches. So Jamaica is going to be playing the Windward Islands at um, the Brian Lara Stadium. So those, those are the first set of matches on the 18th to the 21st. That's the third round. Yeah. And then the fourth round will begin on the 25th of, to the 28th of May. Okay. And Trinidad and Tobago is going to be taking on Barbados. Okay. Windward Islands are going to be taking on the Leeward Islands at Queen's okay. on the same yeah. date. And Jamaica will be taking on Guyana at Tigo Martin Stadium. I get you. I get you. I, how, how, would you for, how, how would you like to call the match for the first match, Guyana versus Barbados? Barbados is, is, was kind of... Um, well, Barbados, is, I don't have the descendants. I should have pulled that up, but I didn't. Just need some help to help me pull up the stats. Yeah. So Guyana versus Barbados, how do you call that, um, Virgil? Do you think Barbados will win the match, or would you think Guyana can overhaul them? Remember the Leewards? Perhaps I should go back and give the scores in the first two rounds yeah. of matches. I'll tell you what happened. The first okay. match, the Leewards played against Barbados. The Leewards made 172. No, 172 for nine. And uh, Devon made 55. He was a top scorer. And Kian Harding took four for 42. And in the second innings, the Leeward Islands scored a 346. Okay. Barbados replied with 324 in their first innings. And in the second innings, they were 195 for six. They just won that match by um, four wickets. Won by four wickets. But we had them. Yeah. We in the Leeward had them on the ropes, and they let them up by okay. a couple of catches that went down. That's the first yeah. match. Second match was Jamaica versus Trinidad and Tobago. Jamaica scored 141. And 212, Trinidad and Tobago scored 273 and uh, 81 for 7. That was a close one because Trinidad was on top. And then Jamaica fought back to have captured eight wickets in the, in the second innings. And they, they could have won the match had they, you know, yeah, take some catches or got some more wickets. And then the I other match... The Windward Islands, 339 in their first innings and 190 in the second innings. Guyana scored 327 and 203 for nine. The Guyana won that by one wicket. That was a close encounter, too. Yeah. And in round two, Jamaica versus Barbados. Jamaica scored 328 and 233. Barbados scored 521, and Craig Bradford scored 276. You guys remember that? And then they scored 42 without loss, and they beat Jamaica some 10. Handsomely. 10 wickets. 10 wickets. Yeah. 10 wickets victory. Yeah. Well, those are the matches that were being played, and then they... If you, have the, if you have it to hand, uh, could you give us a rundown of the... Um, Players from Leeward Islands? Oh, no, I don't have that at hand. I don't really have okay. that at hand. Thank I you. Could. Thank you. Yeah, but th those are the things. Anything that, that you guys want to know, 
we we also wanted to let you know also the West Indies be, will be touring the Netherlands, of course, for the first time. And virtually they have a match on the 17th, the 31st, the first match, first ODI. And then the second would be on the 2nd of June, and the third would be on the 4th of June. And the players okay. that were being picked, Jamar Brooks, Ravman Powell, Brandon King, and Casey Carty, Kyle Mayers, Nicholas Puran, he's the captain. You have Akil Hussein, um, Sherman Lewis, Jadine Seals, Azari Joseph, Anderson Phillips, Romari Shepard, and you have Hayden Walsh. Those are the players. That are, are those are just a four-day match or four-day match? No, ODIs, ODI one day. One day oh, match, okay. 50 over matches. So. I got you. I got you. Any comments, I got guys? You, good buddy. <laughs> did you say, um, I think I heard you say, um, this guy from St. Martin, did he Casey. on the West Indies team or did he that? The West Indies side, he's been called up to tour in the Netherlands. Well, I'm, so, I'm so happy. I'm, yeah, I'm so happy to see um, here that somebody from that part of the West Indies getting played um, to represent the West Indies. Man. And I well, Whoever yeah, he's a batman yeah. or bowler, I just wish him all he's, the best. He's a batsman. He's a, he's a, he's a, he looks, a, he looks very polished. He looks, he looks attacking. You know, we wondered what happened to, to Devon Thomas and what happened to, to Kyron Powell. These are guys that were up there and should, you know, they're better batsmen. These are the better batsmen than some of the guys in, 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 in the squad. But why, why is it? They can't make the side. Guys, you know the answer. Why is it that these guys with so much talent can't make the, the side? <laughs> Why is it? You tell me. <laughs> you, yeah, they just don't have, maybe they don't have the interest in the game anymore. There are too, too many other things. You, know, you think it's interest? Or and is then, it something I, else? I, I, maybe too much cricket too. People get, you know, maybe they're, still, they're playing too much cricket. Playing one day, they're playing 50 overs, they're playing test match. They're playing in India and all that, you know, maybe just too much cricket. They're burnt out. Burnt out? Because I, yeah, I'm listening um, to you. I, I, I don't think the guys, no, the guys really burn out, no. I don't think the guys really work on the weak spot, man. They practice a lot. Yeah. And that's a big, I think the guys on St. Martin probably do a lot of practicing. Yeah. He really, really wanted to West Indies. So he's going to push himself all the way. And I'm just happy for him. Yeah. Uh, but, um, okay, let's go back a little. Because St. Martin is two parts, French and Dutch. You don't know which side he's from. Yeah. I, just I St. He's a small country, too. So I don't know if, if it's either Dutch or French. But I know he's from St. Martin. And they're playing quite a bit of cricket in St. Martin. But, yeah, yes, so let's... Yes, yes. Yes. No, you know who we have with us? We have and with they're Mr. playing a lot of cricket in Partola also. Yes, Partola yes. is playing cricket. Simon, who are your thoughts here? How are Because we have, look who we found all the way from Texas. We've missed Samuel Plummer. Sam, we're talking about the, the team that was picked by the Westerners to tour, to tour the Netherlands. What are your thoughts? And Simon was giving his, his thoughts. Well, to be honest, Mr. Francis, I haven't seen 
the team because I'm so busy. I don't even get a chance to even look at the IPL. Oh, I can give you a team. The team is Sharma Brooks, Rovman Powell, Brandon King, the squad rather, um, Kyle Mears, Casey Carty, new guy from out of St. Martin, Akil Hussein, Azari Joseph, um, Sherman Hetmeyer, no, Sherman Lewis, the fast bowler, um, Anderson Phillips, Jadine Seals, Rovman, Romarius Shepard, and Hayden Walsh. You got it? Did you see ODI team? Yeah, we yes, are listening, we're listening to you. We're listening to you. Yeah, ODI team. That's correct. That's the ODI team. Yeah. Okay. You you think that they don't have enough spinners? They only have two spinners in the lineup, and you do you think that? That some guys were saying that the wicket keeper from Jim Barbet, no, Trinidad, uh, he should be included in the squad. And some would say, why not, why not, um, Thomas? Thomas had two good rounds in the four day competition, yes, yes. And, who, and who else? But there was a guy that plays for Barbados and uh, the place for Jamaica. Uh, He's a Barbadian, but he had a good knock in the trial matches. And he was not selected. But give us your thoughts, though. Give us your thoughts. They're going, you said they're going to where? Scotland? No. Uh, the no, Netherlands. Um, and the Netherlands. Netherlands, oh, Netherlands, Netherlands sorry. Netherlands. Holland. And then they go on to... Yeah. Yeah, Holland. Then. Well, they probably think that Netherlands is a team below them, so they can just walk over them. Well, no, but, uh, but, but, in, in cricket, you can't say that because no, um, no, I'm saying they might think in that way. No, not me, they. <laughs> uh, no, mm-hmm. what I said um, is not over. What um, Yogi Bear said is not over till it's over. Yeah, we welcome sure. back, Dennis. Dennis, not over till it's over. Dennis, we Sometimes you take a time like this. I'm here. Good afternoon, yeah. Mr. Plummer. Here you're with us. I'm happy he was to with us last acquaintance. week for over an hour. Mr. Plummer, uh, I'd like yeah. to ask you, what, what part you played in cricket before you doing the groundsman? Bowling or batting? What was your part in cricket? I was a specialist batsman, but I was good enough to come up as an all-rounder. Okay. Because, well, I learned most of my cricket in England, but I was an opening batsman. I was a number two batsman. Not much of a bowler, not too much. Of a, no, but I, I was a number two batsman. I was just saying. Were you opener? Were you opener? Or you said number two batsman. Were you opener or you just? <laughs> just tell us. Number two, right? You may be. Yes. Well, I used to open the bat. I used to open the bat in all my career. Open the bat in. Yeah, that was my job. That was my job too. Yeah, I used and to. I just I used came to on Mr. Twist, Plummer. Was I used to tweet that new ball. Hold it. Yeah. Let, let, let's see. Let's see. Go ahead. Go ahead, Plummer. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sam. I used to. I used to twist up that new ball very quick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was telling the other two listeners. I was telling the other panelists. When I played for a club in Middlesex, number two bat, I faced a lot of fast bowlers, but I was more comfortable against spin because that's where I learned my cricket. West Indians, on a whole, I'm not going to say all now, on a whole, 
are not too comfortable against spin. Uh, what's the reason for that, Mr. Plummer? Tell me what you think that's the reason for that. Well, most West Indian in the Caribbean, like especially like Barbadian, most Barbadian don't bat spin well. I, I, that's what I was saying on the panel before. I was telling them that before. They're not comfortable against spin. Either no, they don't want but to move then, no. But then after, after a while, Desmanians and Garden Greenies developed their the technique against spin bowling very well. Yeah. In England. Yes. Yes, yeah. in England. Yes. yes. But, yeah, but, my... yeah. but and, um, Larry Gooms was a genius for spin. Brian Lara, uh, Jimmy Adams. Yeah, the, the Carl best, Hooper. Best, mm-hmm. best players Carl against Hooper. spin I've seen in England were um, Chanda Paul and Hooper. They played very good spin mm. in England. Good against the spin. Yeah, they bat spin well. Very, uh, you, you know the game, Plummer. You know the game. <laughs> I have a question there. Yes, man. Sure. Go I ahead. I played the game, game at the highest level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Jamaica. Gentlemen, tell me yeah. another question. Come on, Mr. Mr. Plum, my apologies. I'm not sure if you um, addressed this question before since I wasn't on the program last week when you were there. But my question for you is this. Very frequently I hear the ICC um, downgrading or giving points, low marks to pitches. And I've heard quite often, even West Indian test players or, or, or players saying a certain pitch was bad or not good. Or the ICC says it did not favor giving off to the batter or to the bowler or both. What, can you explain to me exactly what the ICC is saying when they judge pitches in this way? Well, most of the time when they judge pitches that not favorable to the game, especially to bowlers, is favorable to spin bowlers. The, the wicket mm. is prepared, very dry, no water to compact it, so it crumbles very quick like in day two, day three. So it, it deteriorates between day one and three. So they, they, they cannot give that pitch a high mark for in terms of high-quality pitch for the game. It's under prepared. Okay. Okay. It must, it, then down again, down. It, it, Let me just then again, it plays it, it play very predictable, up and down. Some ball keep low, the ball pitch is same place, it jump up, so it's just not ready for a test match. Yeah. Let me just tell the listeners... Uh, can Dennis, can you just tell the listener who you're speaking to and where they are, and then continue? You're, with, with, you're listening yeah, to the cricket show. Go ahead. Go ahead, then, Dennis. Go ahead. You we're li- yeah, we're listening to the cricket show at radio forward slash the cricket show. We hope that you can join us each year. We're here every Sunday from three, from six till nine Eastern. And you can also reach us by dialing one five one five six five zero eight five nine zero. And we're speaking currently with Mr. Plummer. Samuel Plummer. Mr. Plummer is a renowned uh, curator of uh, cricket pitches 
and he has many years he spent taking care of this, so he's well-informed and very knowledgeable. So, Mr. Plummer, my question for you again is, is it fair then that, I mean, I've watched some of the play, the matches played in the last six months in the West Indies where none other than the West Indies captain, as you know, Mr. Pollard at the time, was blaming a lot of things on the pitches. And I'm not saying that you prepared those pitches. I'm merely asking, was it fair that he should level criticism at the pitches when the opposition also batted on the same wicket but was able to use it more effectively? What is your opinion on that? Well, at times, people tend to do more criticism when they lose, even when the pitches. Even when the pitch is good. But go back to Pollard. I think making comments on the pitch is not the first time. And he might be right in certain areas, but sometimes it's best not to criticize the pitch and focus on the game. Okay. But it is, right. Maury, it, it is right for him to do that, though. As a captain, he should leave that to somebody else, I think. I don't think that was... Can he be sanctioned? speaking out about it. Let, let the match referee and the umpires do do that and, and say, well, this pitch was not and this wicket uh, pitch was not fit for, for play. Rather than the, the I don't think they'll take any action against him. They would not. Okay. But one thing one thing I learned over the over the years, just look at other captains around the world. When when they play on a pitch in Australia and they had the opposition beat them with spin or whatsoever bowling. They never come out and have any criticism with the pitch. They always talk about the game. Or the team out players, we didn't play as well as to our potential and we were out play and we lose the game. But they're not touching the pitch. Mm-hmm. No, because have you ever have you ever been I would, you know, Mr. Plummer, I would Simon, say Simon, one at a time. Simon, one at a time. Yeah. Listen. Go ahead, go ahead, Dennis. Then. Mr. Come on. Mr. Plummer, I'm just wondering in all your years of preparing, curating pitches, have you ever had an occasion where the captain or anyone has complained about a pitch that you have curated? No, to be honest, no. Because you know why? I always mm-hmm. put out everything to get that pitch in the best condition for the game, not no individual, for the game of cricket. Right. So should I... Should a pitch be prepared specifically for a certain type or style of bowling or batting, or should it be prepared such that it's neutral to both sides? It should prepare neutral for both sides. That means you produce a high-quality pitch for bat and ball to fight. George, mm-hmm. do you have a question for Mr. Plummer? Don't stay in the back row, no. Be quiet. <laughs> Virtually yeah, I've been here virtually for a while. Maybe you've right. gone to go ahead with this question. Go ahead with your, your question now, Simon. You, you had a question, too. Go ahead. Yeah, Mr. Plummer and um, Mr. Dennis weren't on when I asked the question. Dennis and, and um, Mr. Plummer, I asked a question before. My question tonight was, if a batsman is, is hit on the pad, no feeler appeals... Can the umpire give him out? No. No. Well, that's what the other two men said. The other two panelists said no. The, the umpire I'm can't give him out. I agree. Okay. I'm glad we agree. 
That is the rule of cricket. The umpire, the umpire only can make a decision upon the field as a, a, a request. Yeah, I have a request. I have a question. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah, but don't you think the, the umpire knows more about the game than the, the players? Not necessarily. Well, I no, I wouldn't say that. that. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Well, but the umpire but, must be knowledgeable of what he's doing. Right. Right. And whilst I wouldn't agree entirely or disagree entirely, I have to tell, say to Mr. Bummer that as, a, as someone who's actually played the game, grew up playing the game, and then moved on to umpire the game, I think that there's a lot of uh, sense in uh, what Simon has said. An umpire does have a lot of information and know a great deal more about the game than a lot of players who simply just play. Yes, yes, I would say yes, more than a lot of players, but a lot of players study the law and the rule just as the umpire. Okay, right. Mr. Plummer, question for you. That has been bothering me, and I, I seem to think that it's something that if a player is ambidextrous, in other words, he can use both hands, he can bowl with both hands, and uh, bat with, okay, bowl with both hands, like Gail is batting left and bowls right, and you have a number, Hetmeyer bowls right and bats left, and so on. Do you think that potentially he, he is equipped to be a better player overall if he's ambidextrous? Uh, yeah, and, that's, and he bat left hand and ball right. He bat left hand ball right hand. And vice yeah, the, the same as me. I, I bat left hand ball right. So no, you, you that think doesn't you mean to... that. That doesn't make you become a better player. But if you notice, a lot of players who uh, have that capability are able to to do a lot of great things. And take, for instance, Lara. Take, for instance, Gail. Take, for instance, Sandra Paul. Just to name a few. And I think them, some other players that I can't it will make, remember. It will, make you, it will make you a bit more accurate in certain areas. In, in my playing um, years, uh, Leon, mm-hmm. I've I've played with, you know, with, with players who are considered ambidextrous, and they've always outshone the uh, non-ambidextrous players in all That's areas. That's what I noticed too. I noticed that too. Everybody seems to think. I noticed that too, and that's why I'm asking the question because. I, I know me. because I've played. I've played with several players in my career, cricketing career who are ambidextrous, and I can assure you they always tend to do a whole lot better than the non-ambidextrous players. Okay. Clive Light was one of them. Clive Light too? Yeah, Clive Light bowl right? Yeah, Clive Light. Clive Light can show with it. He can show with any hand. Oh, you see? Yeah. Okay. That that has to be... He can show with the left hand. He can show with the right hand. Yeah. That has to be an advantage. Yeah, Dennis... Yeah, Dennis and, and Mr. Plummer, both of you, uh, you didn't come on earlier. Um, what do you think is the reason, Dennis, that I'm going to say, by and large, the West Indian players on a whole? Okay, Simon, let's move on. Let's do a question. I don't understand what you're to Let's do, move on and do. I got another question. Mr. Plummer, any 
do you see any rules that are presently in in place that that um, should be changed? Any other cricket rules can be changed that you don't like? Um, yes, there's a, there's a rule like limited how many how much ball, short pitch ball ball you can bowl each over. I don't like that rule. Mm-hmm. What the panelists because one why I say I don't like the rule. One, once you're bowling fair delivery in terms and not showing, not overstepping, you should be allowed to bowl whether you want to bowl short or pitch up. That should be lead to the bowler. Yeah. And I think when, you, you when, know, you, when you're limiting the, the fast bowler, how much short pitch delivery should bowl, you're killing his weapon. Yeah. And if I, you notice, if you notice, since they're bringing that rule, I haven't seen no batsman hooking again. That's I haven't true. seen no oh. chat lane anymore. Yeah. May I comment, Leon, when you finish? Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, whilst I, I, I accept what Mr. Plummer is saying, Batman are not hooking anymore, that's simply because the, the, the rationale for bringing in the two bouncer per over short pitch, if you wish, is simply that they are mindful of the fact that, you know, somebody could get very seriously injured from those short pitch deliveries. And if you have a bowler, for example, if many of us may remember Dennis Lilly and Thompson back in the uh, 70s, they used that remorselessly. And it was almost like they were attempting to intimidate and possibly hurt and injure players. And I think that although it didn't create a fuss while they were doing it, when the West Indies betted that they suddenly realized that, okay, somebody's going to get... So, I mean, it's twofold in one sense. They're trying to protect players' health and welfare, but at the same time, they were trying to take away a weapon that was, uh, dare I say weapon, perhaps not weapon, not the right word, but they were trying to take away um, an asset that uh, the opposition had that could uh, demean their side. But, you know, it, I, I'm not against it. Yeah, go ahead. Hold your thoughts because we have Jatin with us. Jatin, Mr. Plummer is on, and Mr. Simon is on, and Virgil is on, and of course. Jatin, are you on? Yes, good Are evening, everybody. I'm a little yes, late today, but I was mm-hmm. tied up in the travel. So go ahead, yes. whatever the topic is going on, I'm listening. Okay. Simon, is all yours. Uh, I was going to re- respond to what um, they were saying a while ago about the Saturday boys. I totally agree with Plummer, because that is what make West Indies players them in the 70s come out was made them great. Because then guys think they could intimidate us with the shot ball. And the more the shot, the more we put them in the boundary. Now, the, 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 the cricket now is not for the bowler. It's everything for the batman. Because now you bowl one bouncer, then the umpire say, okay, you're you not now another one. The, the, if you bowl two, I think they take you off. Now, the batman already know you can't bowl a bouncer, so you can walk down the wicket and hit your ball. I mean, True. as long as the ball is not going over your head, then I can understand you can't play, but a shot could ball across your throat. Now, these days, everybody wearing helmets. 
So these guys didn't get killed in the 70s, 80s coming up, and they wasn't wearing helmets. Now you got all the protection. And that's a fastball, that's a, a fastballer, one of his weapons. And I think he should use his weapon. It's two things. You know when you ball a person, a bouncer, and he used to hook you in the boundary. You come back, ball a second one, he hook you in the boundary. He's not going to ball a third one. But now mm-hmm. you ball the one and you're duking and you're doing all kind of crazy stuff. He's going to come after you with that. You throw it up in the air. That's why our Batman these days, I can't consider him as Batman because they only can play ball that pitch up or the sharp pitch ball, not, not a bouncer, but a sharp pitch ball, they play it all over. But once he started bowling bouncer, they can't do nothing because they don't practice it no more. True. They should allow the bowler to bowl these balls as long as, if you go over your head, then you can call it wide. But a good sharp pitch ball, no, let the batsman hook. It's quick to play. Let the hook, is a hook shot is part of the game. It's a shot that a, a batman needs to play and it needs to get this thing back in there because you have protection for your head. You have protection. These guys have protection all over than what they used to have before. So why take that away from the batman? It's just, it's just unfair for the bowler. It's spoiled the game, Virgil. Yeah, definitely. Well, mm-hmm. I, I disagree with these esteemed panelists in, uh, in that <laughs> remark because if you, if you think about it, in the 70s, I don't think we had any player being died, dying or being killed, having been struck by a ball, even though Dennis Lilly and Thompson were so ferocious. But since Elmet has come into view, we've had at least two players who've been severely injured and lost their lives as a result of being struck, even though they had helmet. They were So I think that restricting to two and over is good enough. If you can hook, you have two balls in that over in which you could play your hook shot. So it is not right. It's, it's, uh, certainly, I, I agree with the restrictions of two, over, two bounces per over, no more. Back to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can buy, you can get the first and the second one and I do. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't see make a difference, really. Yeah, guys, hold your thoughts there. Let me bring in Jatsna. Jatsna has not been with us for a little while, so she was out, so she just took some time off for being some family time to be with us. Good evening to you, Jatsna. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Good evening, everybody. It was nice uh, talking to you, be on the show again. Uh, uh, good evening to you. Graduation and all that going on. Okay. And have a wonderful week and be safe, you and your family. Yes, sir. Thank you okay. so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate you being with us, and I hope that your kids will uh, be able to bring home their diplomas with them today, or are they going on to college? Well, no, uh, out of college now. Out of college? Okay, all right. Congratulations to you. Congratulations to you. Okay, good. Thank you. We have the yes. world-renowned... Curator out of Texas, Mr. Samuel Plummer, and we have another Hall of Fame, of course, you know, Mr. Jatin Patel with you, and the retired umpire out of, umpire out of um, California, Mr. Heap, and you have me, Virgil, and Simon to back you up. So, any, any, que- <laughs> any questions? <laughs> any questions to Mr. Plummer? He is a match curator. He takes care of the the pitches, and he has done so well over there in 
in Texas that one of his, uh, his sites has been approved by the ICC as a first-class venue, to uh, international venue now to play in the USA. Can, can I pursue Mr. Plummer on that? Uh, I yes. The, the, the new, give him congratulations. I assume that he was the one responsible for preparing those pitches at Musa Stadium. Yes. But my question for him, Mr. Plummer, is, is he now considered to be a resident curator at this particular stadium on a permanent basis, or is this just on a match-per-match basis? No, I've been here permanent from 2013 when I came here to construct the venue. So I'm permanently here. Okay. I appreciate that. It's very good. And so you're excited with uh, the ICC designation and... Uh, I trust that you got a, a nice bump in your salary as a result of that. Well, it, it, I, I haven't seen yet, but at, at least it's supposed to be coming. All right. <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> Do you know of a player? And if I don't, if I don't see, if I don't see within another few weeks, I'll be going to the office. <laughs> All right. Good job. Good Mr. Plummer, where do you live? I live in Florida, but I work in Texas. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want you want to visit him? Uh, well, I, want to know I know, I know, I know, I know why you ask, Virgil. I know that you need to get confirmation because you know that. No, no, no. Yeah. But he, he said he permanently live in Florida, and we know wherever the madam live, wherever the madam be, that way the permanent place be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back on foot, but I'm working in Texas, but live in Florida. Okay, that's good. So, how, how, Mr. Plummer, do you actually get asked to mentor um, other create um, curators from around the uh, United States? Because now that cricket is taking off, surely there's a need for curators of worth to be able to prepare these wickets. Are you ever? Have you been ever asked? to mentor these uh, other players and or do you travel out to other sites to see mm -hmm. how the job is no i haven't contacted in terms of giving but i'm willing to give seminar to other people to develop their skills yes okay folks hold your thoughts here because there's something brewing in the usa cricket and i'm going to ask Jatin to give us an update because there's some lawsuit between mr kirk greaves and the USA Cricket, um, Mr. Richard Dunn. Jason, can you bring us up to date as what is causing this lawsuit and this big confusion in um, USA Cricket? And Mr. Plummer, you may know this. You may know something that you may want to add to. Jason, question. Okay, is he gone? Okay, I think Jason has been dropped. Oh. Leon? Hmm? Yes. On, on, that, on that subject, I... I think I have some information I can share with the panelists. Okay, go ahead. And, um, and, the, the, mm -hmm. the, 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 the center of the complaint is Kurt Greaves, and he's, he's a, well, for want of a better, different term, he's an Afro-American, African-American man. And mm -hmm. he alleges discrimination by the USA cricket on the basis of race and national origin. Mm. He's the, the only black person in senior management for USA Cricket, he alleges, and that he has been a pattern of practice. He has seen a pattern of practice 
of bringing individuals in from Australia, New Zealand, and other countries, thus discriminating against American nationals in favor of foreigners, which is a violation of the United States Code of uh, something. Mr. Greaves alleges that he was hired as a cricket operations manager, but he was subsequently changed to event manager, a Mm. new position which he, he refused to accept because it was done, he felt, in order to put somebody else in his position. He alleges that he received information uh, indicating that the cricket committee did not recommend nor discuss his termination, although he was terminated. And he's seeking damages which may amount to as much as $3 million or 2 to $3 million for punitive damages as well as uh, economic damages and uh, damages owed in terms of uh, his uh, employment. So that, that's the, the, the source or the, the complaint as filed in the courts. Okay. Mr. Plummer, did you hear anything about that? Oh, oh is it something? I, I heard something before, but I, have any, I don't have anything in terms of proof. Okay. So I don't it, want it, to discuss it, it because I don't have any facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we cannot. But just that what is filed in the court is important. Thank you for that explanation, yes. Dennis. That is very, very, very in very detailed. I got some information, but not as detailed as what you have. And I just hope that that, that, that is not that, that is not surprise that is not surprising because mm-hmm. sometimes people look at you, look at your caller, and think you can do certain things, and that's a big problem that we have going on. Because I sure you heard, heard the incident where Mr. Plummer used to be down here, and then. He know what he know, and people that don't know, with certain color, want to tell him exactly what to do on all his cup, and that's a big problem that we have. In. And so One I don't, I don't surprise that that really happened there. One point for clarification, Leon. Um, yeah. Mr. Um, Mr. Greaves said he was hired to promote and put forward four events during the course of uh, period, and. He was promised that if his performance proved successful, then the position that of uh, the, the higher position would be given to him. That was the deal. He mm. said that the Cricket USA was satisfied with his performance in terms of those four events. So he successfully completed those events, and now he was waiting for the promised um upgrade to the position where the Cricket USA apparently bypassed him in favor of giving the job to someone from uh, outside of the United States and tried to demote him when they refused to, when they demanded that he signed and a consent to move the position and he refused, he was then terminated. So that essentially is the fact that he's saying since he was the only black person in terms of uh, management there, then uh, he felt that he was being uh, discriminated against because others coming in were not necessarily black person coming in to take the jobs. That's just for clarification. Dennis, do you know know when it's due to be heard, this case is due to be heard? I think it's just been filed, so I'm not sure. I think 
it might be later on this year before it will come up in court. So there's still a little ways to go yet. But this does not prevent it. This does not prevent Some weed up that there. Go ahead, gentlemen. Just go ahead. Let me just. Okay, anybody? Go ahead. Yeah, tell right. Plummer his something yes, from, yes. from his phone. Yes, that's what I was trying to, to find him, but he was so far. We have so many people on the line, I can't. Yes. Um, Dennis, okay. Any? Yes, I have him muted for a while. I'll, I'll bring him back a little later on. Okay, uh, I see. Simon, you have any comments? Any no, comments no, no. Me? I'm quite happy with I'm quite happy so far. You you happy with the, the lawsuit or are you happy with, the, <laughs> with No, well I said um I haven't heard about it so I can't make a comment either yeah, way, you know. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah, be fair. Uh-huh. Make a comment yeah. on it. No, we yeah, it. we shouldn't be making comments on it and things. But just to, to bring to the public that is out there a lawsuit. No. This, this, I just want to say to both sides, you know? mm-hmm. But this didn't happen no, on the Ustaka though. Go ahead. Well, Leon Come said on. it's a Farmer, you, you, oh, oh, you have a little background noise if you can help. You know, it's coming through. So if you can be... Yeah, go ahead. It, it is sad, really, Leon, because Cricket USA is just taking off. Cricket in this part of the world is just taking off. And based on the history of cricket in the United States at the administrative level, this is really, really disappointing that we should have this distraction now when we should be focusing our efforts on preparing for the match coming up a couple of weeks from now, that tri-series, that tri, tri Scotland, USA, Namibia, sorry, not Namibia, UAE, and uh, um, that those matches coming up next week at Mr. Plummer's uh, ground down there. We don't okay. need this type of distractions, and of course the 2020 election is still being litigated in the courts as well. So I do wish that we can get these things behind us so we can focus on developing the game in this country. This backbiting and uh, other issues is not good for Cricket USA or USA Cricket. It's not, it's not good because it's just behaving like what happened... Is it similar to what happened in Yusaka, or this is something different? Because Yusaka, I thought, was discriminating. They probably were. Folks, we we have come to the end of our show, but we, we're going to see if we can go on for a little bit and finish up. Because anyone needs to, to ask any questions for anything that we did not cover? Anyone wants to? Dennis? Any question from you? Well, How about you, well, Virgil? Not, any question? No nah. question. I have. Mm. We may have. We may, we may. We may be dropped, but folks, we can try and see if we can. Uh, we allowed an, another extra 15, 20 minutes to wrap up. So, folks, why don't you give your final thoughts, uh, Ms. Ms. Jetsner, Can you say farewell to the panelists? Uh, yes. Good evening again, everybody. Uh, be safe. Take care, and uh, well, it was a great show again. Oh, sorry, I was a little late, but mm-hmm. um, see you next Sunday. Mm-hmm. 
the graduations yeah, you, are going on, so we're busy with Congratulations that. on your big graduation. When you graduate, it means more money. <laughs> uh, better. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> so thanks Thank you for so your being able to come. And I appreciate you taking time out of your family time to be with us. Thank you so, so much. Simon, your, your final thought? Yes, I'm so happy to be on the show, as always. And um, I learn something coming on the show every night. That's why I look forward to it. I want everyone to have a very safe week this week. Always be happy. Family, everybody be happy. And we'll see you back here on the radio next week, Sunday, from 6 to 9. Good night, all. Okay, good night to you, Simon. Okay, how about you? Virgil, your final thoughts? I uh, just want to say at least we had a wonderful show tonight, and I'm looking forward to another beautiful one next week. And to all the listeners and to all the panelists, good night and have a wonderful week. Okay, let's see if we have Mr. Plummer to say goodbye. Mr. Plummer, your final thoughts, sir? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, as I said, Mr. Francis, one of the things that kind of keep me back away from the program that I, 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 I wouldn't even remember it because I was out here working, and again, cutting the grass, you know, irrigating, working on the pitch, even though now it's still early, but I like to get the preparation in from early in case they have bad weather. But hopefully next week, call me because I might forget again. So if a couple minutes, 30 minutes, or 40 minutes, I will get in the program. Thank you. Leon? Are you still there, Leon? Well, um, can I throw in a couple of things that we may or may yes, not have touched? Yes, go ahead. And yes, that's yes. The, the, minor, the, the minor league, you know, I'm happy to see that Toyota has come back as a sponsor of the minor league, and... Uh, They've also been able to um, find a second sponsor. The official draft of players for the minor league took place yesterday on the 12th of May, Thursday. And the matches are due to commence June 25. And there's a total of 26 teams returning. And uh, one or two small changes, but uh, it's not significant. The championship final is set for August 27, 28. And for those who are in habit of doing their diaries, remember Saturday, May 28th, USA against Scotland down at Musa Stadium in Mr. Plummer's homeland there. And on the 29th, it's Scotland against the USA. So two very important matches for um, the Team United States as part of the ODI series. Okay, Leon, that's it for me. Okay, so say good night, Dennis. Well, good night all. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you will be able to set your dial, set your reminders, set your clock, and join us next Sunday at 6 p.m. to 9 for the cricket show at www.blogtalk forward slash the cricket show. Join us next week, and we thank you for for being part of the cricket show tonight. Thank you Good so night. much, all. It has been a pleasure. It was a difficult task, back managing the back room and with so many people on board. I thank all of you. Have a wonderful evening. God bless all of you.
and it is well with my soul. And I'm talking about my wife. If I could count the tears that have fallen, it would seem like an ocean to me. And if my heart were a window you could look through,